Hey guys, Ryan Reynolds here. You know, from Free Guy. Just wanted to let you know that Geek So To Speak is going to be reviewing my movie and I, I couldn't be happier about it. In fact, I'm going to be drinking some aviation gin while I listen to the podcast because it's uh, the greatest podcast you've ever heard. That's definitely right. Oh, yes. Shaf. Shaf. Yeah. Shaf. Yeah. Who are you Who are you doing an impression of? Um, Ryan Reynolds. Third. Yeah, I know you. I know you said that. But who are you really doing an impression of? I was doing an impression of Ryan Reynolds. Look, I'm going to continue along with my impression of Ryan Reynolds, if it's okay with you, Wonder Rob. All right. All right. All right. So let's see. Where was I? <clears throat> so here's the thing. Okay. So I'm I'm doing my impression. I'm Ryan Reynolds. All right. And uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm in the movie. Uh, Free Guy, all right? Uh, say hi to your mother for me. And uh, Free Guy is a great movie. Okay? Shop, shop. Yeah. Sounds more like uh, sounds more like Mark Wahlberg to me. What? No, it's Ryan Reynolds, clearly. Can I please continue? Okay. Where was I? All right, let's see. Um, Here we go. Okay. Uh, uh, look, um, all, all, all I want to do is, all I want to say is uh, that the podcast is going to be a great podcast, okay? Okay, is that all right? Can I just keep continuing? Okay, just let me finish, all right? Let's start the show. (laughs) Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're best of friends co-hosting all of our shows now. It's time to celebrate our energy. With new shows for you to blast every freaking week. Come on, shop, it's time to let our geek speak. I hear you, Rob, my geek speak has crazy tech. We move of Marvel, DC's okay. Our content rocks, geek news all day. We're gamers too, we play for fun. I'm Trekkie proud, phasers to stun. Film and TV, our force is strong. Geek so to speak, where you belong. Geek so to speak, 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 geek so to speak. Welcome back, fellow geeks, for another episode of Geek So To Speak Podcast, your source for all things geek. This is episode number 166. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. I am your co-host with the most Wonder Rob, coming at you semi-live from Southern California, and on the line with me is my best friend in the whole wide world, the yin to my yang, Shaf. How's it going, Shaf? Hey, how you doing? It's it's your pal, Shaf. <laughs> I said, get out of here, Mark. I want Shaf on the sorry, show Sorry, sorry. Okay, I was still stuck in that Wahlberg mode. You know how that goes sometimes. Uh, po- oh, trust me. We all get stuck in that Wahlberg mode sometimes, so I appreciate it. Thank you, Shaw, for kicking Mark out the door. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode. If this is your first episode of Geek So To Speak podcast, well, hey, welcome into the fold. We appreciate it because we're your source for all things geek. We're talking movies, TV shows, comics, video games, trailers, geek news, and everything in between. And if you're a returning listener, hey, equal thanks to you. We appreciate it. Shaf, I have an announcement. You know it already, but just pretend like you don't know it. Okay. This episode 
is going to be potentially the first episode of Geek So To Speak podcast that's on our YouTube page. <gasps> what? Geek So To Speak podcast on YouTube. We're trying to gain a wider audience. We've got plenty of gaming videos on the YouTube page, but yeah, we're we've expanding. Got, we've got plenty of really thin fans, but we need some wider fans. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we do not uh, d- <laughs> we do not discriminate. <laughs> All body sizes welcome. All body <laughs> types, the more the merrier. That's, That's right. what we always say. Uh, so if you're listening to this on YouTube right now, well, hey, give this video a like. Why don't you hit a subscribe on the channel? Because, of course, we're going to be putting out our podcasts every week. And I'm sure if you're looking at our YouTube page, you'll see all the gaming videos, all the Let's Plays that we're doing. And we're going to have lots more content aside from what I already mentioned coming to the YouTube channel at a later date and in, in due time. So you'll, you'll want to hit subscribe, hit the bell or whatever the kids say these days. We're, we're not TikTokers. <laughs> we don't really know. Hit but anyways, bell. thank you. Thank you guys. If you're listening to this on your phone or wherever else, and you're one of the privileged few who get to rate a podcast, like anybody who's listening on Apple podcasts, for example, go ahead and give us a rating. Give us five stars. If you type out a review, an actual review, even if it's just an emoji, you'll get a special, special shout out on the show. Longtime listeners know what I'm talking about. The first timers might not know, but the long timers, trust me, they'll say it's worth it. So thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Now that all of that is out of the way, Shaw, like I said at the beginning of the show, you and me, we're best friends. We talk every single day, be it over text, be it over Voxer, be it over Discord, be it over anything in between. But for the sake of the podcast, before we get into any geek news and our main reviews this week, which will be Free Guy, I keep wanting to call it Fall Guy, Free Guy and the Eternals trailer, we like to pretend we don't know what's happening in each other's lives. So tell me, Shaf, how's everything How's everything been this week, Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an inside joke. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, b- before I go any further, Wonder Rob, I have a little PSA, a little public service announcement. Uh-oh. I know where this is headed already. I, you haven't told me what you're going to say, but I already know it based <laughs> on me not fully pronouncing the Fs in your name. It's true. Shaw. His name but, is Shaw, everybody. Shaw. Now, um, in this moment, I'd like to educate our, our listeners uh, in case you ever want to give me a shout out, you know, on social media, or maybe you want to comment on uh, the YouTube page or something like that, I want to give you just a, a quick spelling lesson on how to spell the name Schaff. It's S as in Sam, H as in Henry, O as in Oscar, F as in Frank, F as in Frank. Now, if you'll notice carefully, Never at any point during that spelling did I ever tell you the letter C. <laughs> That's because there is no C in Schaff. There never has been a C in Schaff. And uh, just to kind of put it all in perspective, if you were going to go uh, to see a show, maybe like a play or a musical or a movie, sure. even, say, I'm okay. going to go see a show. Would you spell show S-C-H-O-W? Oh, man. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't because that would be dumb. It's also dumb if you spell Schaff, S-C-H-O-F-F. So please do me a favor 
and never spell it with S-C-H-O-F-F. It's S-H-O-F-F. Wow. Uh, first of all, shout out to the return of Red Shoff from last week. <laughs> how, Glad how to see you, him back. How would you spell Red Shoff? <laughs> the uh, question. <laughs> well, it depends on if I'm trying to get him any redder, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, there's been, within the last week, two instances where you've gotten shout outs uh, from the podcast or related yeah. directly to the podcast yeah. where your name has been spelled wrong uh, shout out to f- friend of the show or podcast that's friend of the show hashtag history podcast that gave geek so to speak a special shout out and they spelled your name wrong but to be fair they also put a space between wonder and rob which is not how i spell that's true my handle that's true. But I didn't get give, mad. I'm going to give them a pass because they don't necessarily, they're not like longtime friends. But a friend of mine did post on our, our YouTube page, and I'm just glad that he watched the video, first of all. He watched it, you know, he's watching my my uh, Fortnite streams. Um, but he's known me a really long time, so it was a little bit shocking, a little bit jarring, if you will, that, that he didn't <laughs> know that my name was spelled uh, without a C. But well, I'll tell you, in the history of my yeah. lifetime, the amount of times I've had to correct people on the SCH thing, it's it's outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah, as I recall, even on my wedding invitation to you about two years ago, <laughs> it was misspelled on there. But to be fair, I didn't type out the the stickers for the uh, the cards. My wife did. And I didn't even notice it until you pointed it out. <laughs> but I thought it was very funny. Very, very funny. It's all good. Well, anyway, so that, that was just a little quick PSA. But what I wanted to say is that this week has been a busy week. But I have found some time to play some video games, Wonder Rob. So oh, yeah. excited about that. I've been playing some Fortnite back in my Fortnite phase. Um, I'm happy to say that just... Uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday evening, and that stream will probably be up in the next within the next week, I think. Um, but I was playing with uh, some some buddies of mine. In fact, our corrections department was was playing. Uh, his son was also playing, and then a friend of the show Songer was also playing with us. And we happened to get uh, victory royale. We got first place more than one time during that stream. Okay, so, I don't want to sound like an old man here. Yeah. But you say we placed a, a battle royale, or we won the victory, the victory royale, whatever you called it. You said you won, but you yeah. referred to it as we. Now, just for the listeners, the listener's sake, me personally, I love video games, obviously. We play a lot of video games on our YouTube channel, but I've never personally played Fortnite. So what I want to know, Shaf, is when you say we... Are you playing as a team here? I thought it was uh, 1v1v1v1v1v1 versus how many players there are on the Yeah, that's a great question. There's actually multiple modes. So it depends on how many people are in your team, uh, like in your party. So if it's just, if you're only playing by yourself, you don't have anybody else, then yeah, it's a solo uh, type thing. So it's one versus 100, basically. It's you and 99 others, everybody vying Mm -hmm. for number one. But there's also duos option so you and somebody else there's trio option so uh you and two others or there's squads which is groups of four got and it and so we were playing the squad mode squad and uh we we got first so it's still 100 right. people but it's all in teams of four basically so all right see i don't know i don't know i'm a single player guy you know this shop 
So thank you. Maybe maybe I'll pop my Fortnite cherry one of these days. We'll you should. You should. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Um, but we, we played some of that. I also played No Man's Sky. Got back into that. Uh, That's the, right. I got the PS5 uh, free upgrade. Um, what I didn't realize, which wasn't such a bad thing, but I was wondering going into it if it was going to basically like reset my my game data, and it did. Mm-hmm. So um, all the hard work <laughs> that I had put into the Oops. PS4 uh, save file did not carry over, um, which is okay. Uh, it's not a huge problem, but, um, but it just gave me a chance to sort of re-familiarize myself with all the controls because it's kind of a complicated game. And Wonder Rob, I know you've played it, if only yeah. briefly, you've played it. And there's a lot to it a lot to remember when it comes to like the resources and how you how you mine for stuff and what like what things combine with other things to make this thing and you have to do lots of repair it's it's a complicated game and uh it's easy to forget everything especially if you allow some time to go by between your gameplay so oh i can imagine (laughs) so the the first uh stream of of me doing that was was interesting. I didn't play for too long because I was. Uh, it was kind of just me waiting for uh, the guys to be ready for Fortnite. But um, I wanted to get a chance to start it, and I ended up on a really difficult and challenging planet that basically looks like I. They just dropped me into a big old planet of pee. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It was a. I saw the video. Station. Yeah, I saw the stream. It'll be <laughs> up on the YouTube page. Not by the time this episode comes out, but shortly after. So check that out, everybody. <laughs> so, so yeah, Shop so swimming in pee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I'm enjoying that. Um, separate from all the video game stuff, Wonder Rob, the only other thing I wanted to mention is I got an email from Hasbro this week that the uh, HasLab pre-orders that I had put in a year ago, actually more than a year ago, for the X-Men Sentinel uh, mm-hmm. It's like a 30, I want to say like 32 inches uh, yeah. in length or whatever, for, or height for the figure. Um, they are going to be shipping them out the end of September. And oh, so they were it's letting finally me know they're happening. Like, they're like, hey, Shaf, you better have your address up to date. And now, for those that don't know, I had moved from Arizona to, to Colorado within the past year. So my address was not up to date. And had I not called them, and I had to, I was on hold for like, 45 minutes trying to reach someone so I could update the address, but I thankfully was able to do it, but I had to listen to about 45 minutes of what really sounded like downtown Disney music on the hold, <laughs> which is not bad. Like there's, there's worse things you could listen to, but after a while, it's just too much. It's just too happy to listen to it. Like for that long at one time, it's too bombastic. If I could come up with a good word. Well, good on them for reaching out to you to make sure your address was correct. Yeah. That well, was think- one of my big hesitations in ordering the Galactus because it was almost almost like a year and a half out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking to the rep, and he was saying that they, they're doing that because these boxes are so freaking big to fit the figure and all the other like peripherals, all the accessories and stuff because it comes with other Marvel Legends figures too as part mm-hmm. of like the additional tiers that were unlocked. Uh, he said the box is so big that they can only fit so many on a FedEx truck. So they really want to make <laughs> sure they get the addresses right because they don't. They only have limited stock and they only made as many as people backed. So like they can't have any be really lost um, mm. in the in the shipping process. Uh, they said that when they did the Transformers Haslab, which was like the first Haslab I think they ever did, it was for Unicron, which is like a planet-sized Transformer. That box. Uh, apparently they had to uh, request a like 
special order FedEx truck just to fit the boxes on the truck. No kidding. Yeah. So it was, wow. I thought that was really interesting. Um, but anyways, yeah, Galactus is still ongoing right now for any uh, fellow geeks out there that are, are really into Marvel Legends or, or you know, Fantastic Four or anything like that. Uh, Galactus is 400 and uh, they only have like, I want to say 10 or 11 days left. It's uh, the end of this month uh, is when the the uh, campaign ends. Um, I think they're going to meet their $14,000 14, backer goal, but they're, I don't think they're going to reach their stretch goals, which means you're not going to see um, a Silver Surfer figure. You're not going to see a, a, a Nova figure. Um, yeah, and whatever else they've got, which kind of sucks, but it does. It seems like there wasn't as many people interested in this figure as they were in the Sentinel, which I found that kind of surprising. Whew. I mean, I like it. It's it's a sweet figure. It was that wait period that was really getting. Yeah, me. it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to invest in something like that, knowing that you're you're not going to have it for a year's time. Like that's crazy. So, like for me, I've been trying to be so patient, and I'm so glad that the patience is finally going to be uh, uh, met with a product in my hands. I can finally display the figure in less than two months. So, oh man, I'm going to be so jealous when I see <laughs> it. That figure was looking good. <laughs> Whew, I remember talking about it a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that's been my week, Wonder Rob. What about you? What about you? Well, coincidentally, I got an email today, not asking me for my address, but telling me that some toys that I pre-ordered, I don't know, six months ago, seven months ago, are on the way. I'm getting my ultimate April O'Neil NECA figure from NECA Toys. Uh, Long-time listeners know, but if if you're new to this show, you might not know, or you probably don't know. Why would you know? I like to collect... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures. It's just a, a guilty pleasure of mine. I got tons of them behind me, although you can't see it. It's an audio podcast. But I got several Ninja Turtles figures behind me, as Shoff can attest to. Tell them, Shoff. Tell them oh, there's several. There's uh, there's one, two, three. There's several. Oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway. The, Is this the, the April figure, O'Neil- by the way, that comes with the uh, pepperoni nipple tassels? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't spend my money on one without I mean, it's premium. It's the, it's the deluxe figure. Oh, so. yeah. I got one to keep in the box and one to ruin. That's, <laughs> oh, you that's how I'm going to do it in the box. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and 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 something I pre-ordered from NECA a while back that I totally forgot I even pre-ordered was the Krang figure, the, the, the Krang robot body, which you have. Yes. I believe. So the it's ra- Krang it from the, the animated Krang? series. The Wrath of yes. Krang figure? Okay. The Wrath of Krang figure. Nice. Uh, which I missed out the first time it came out. I just I don't know why I missed out on it, but I did. But they put up a, a second pre-order for a second run of that of that figure. So I, I got my pre-order in, and they're coming. Shaf, they're going to be here next week. I love, but, I love that figure, personally. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Yeah. It's just going to be one of those situations where am I going to keep it in the box or am I going to take it out? You know, I'm 50-50 on that. It comes with so many uh, accessories. It's kind of it's kind of um, uh, alarming and a bit overwhelming with just the sheer amount of like different arms and like appendages. And you've got a, a baby shredder, like a little like miniature shredder <laughs> in there. Um, but it's it's a really cool figure, and it's real. It's built really well too. Um, I was really impressed by it. Just the, they make quality the toys. Weight, the weight of it, yeah. So, oh yeah, my super shredder thing weighs like thirty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, 
The only thing that sucks is that I'm going to get these two figures. I'm not even going to be able to display them, Shaf, because I mentioned it on a previous podcast. We're looking into putting our house up for sale. And so the photographer supposedly is coming next week. So I I don't have to, but I'm going to take these toys down for the pictures because I don't want people knowing my address and seeing all my goodies online. Oh, interesting. I'm going to... I'm going to take down everything that's expensive, or not expensive, but just my collectibles. I'm going to have to stash the the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Uh, I'll probably leave the, the ultra-wide and all that stuff. But, for yeah, I'm, I'm, it's going to be sad. I'm not going to be able to put them up for a while, but I'm very happy that they are arriving finally. I you know I have others, too. Please make sure to take plenty of photos of everything all up all on the shelves so that you can post it on, on our social media and everybody can see just all the cool figures you've got before you take oh. everything down, put up the display so we can see it. So it all can go up exactly how it was when I put it back. Exactly. It'll be as much for you as it is for everyone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, that's an exciting piece of news for me. I haven't played any new video games this week, but I have been getting, Further and further into Death's Door, which I am really enjoying, despite me swearing and getting angry in the (laughs) Twitch streams as I'm playing it. Uh, My most latest stream featured me fighting a boss for 30 minutes straight, (laughs) dying over and over again. And you can just see me getting angrier and angrier and angrier. But despite the anger that was in my face, Shav, I'm loving that game. It's a good game. I want to say, Wonder Rob, you are a determined gamer. I would have given up a long time prior to when you like. I'm not going to spoil the outcome, but like you, you focused so like heavily on the dedication involved and just like the sheer amount of like I'm going to do this. The willpower you had to stay engaged and make it happen. I was really impressed. It's funny because I try I try to, to be engaging in the Twitch streams and when they're put up on YouTube. But you can see me become less and less and less focused on the fact that I am streaming and more and more focused on I hate this <laughs> boss. <laughs> and for like periods of time i'm just not even speaking <laughs> just like i'm gonna get I'm gonna that would get be it. me it would be the most boring stream to, to listen to because i wouldn't say a word because i'd be so focused on like being better than the last time i i played and died or whatever like it would not be fun to to watch me to play that game that's why i like watching you play that game because well i appreciate that shop thank you thank you <laughs> People, go watch me play Death's Door on the YouTube page. You can also find our Twitch pages. Take Let's take a moment to shout out our Twitch pages. Geek So To Speak podcast on Twitch and Geek So To Speak Shoff. That's S-H-O-F-F <laughs> for our individual uh, Twitch streams. But if you miss any game we're streaming on Twitch, they go up on the YouTube page in due time. So yep, don't stress that. Also, this last... Uh, weekend we celebrated my wife's birthday took her out yeah my wife took her out to costa mesa uh left the boy with grandma went out and had a weekend out there went shopping and by went shopping i meant she went shopping spending my money (laughs) and i did not buy myself a lego nintendo nes set which i did find in the lego store in the small 
But I said, it's my wife's birthday. I gotta buy her a purse or something. So I, but I wanted to shop. I was this close. So, Wonder Rob, when you're a baller like you are. I'm um, not a baller, shop. When, I'm when, a, when you're, uh, yeah, when you're a baller like, like you are. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're, you're taking your, your lady out. Going to whatever you know mall she wants to go to to, to go shop. Are you sure? Like, sure, sure. You can have whatever you want. Or do you? Put, are you putting? Are you putting a dollar limit on this? Or what's going on? Like I, I walk into the mall and I sit her down in front of in front of the Sparrows. And <laughs> in front of the Sparrows. <laughs> you I can say, have one slice. <laughs> you can have any toppings you want, babe, as long as it's pepperoni. <laughs> walk into the mall and I say. Everything the light touches is yours for a price. No, it really just depends. It really depends on uh, how many commission checks I've collected nice. <laughs> recently and how much I'm going to let her spend or not spend. Um, but, you know, we went to the mall, had a nice dinner, uh, and then, then came back home. And then we celebrated her actual birthday, which was yesterday. Her birthday was yesterday as of recording this. And, you know, we just, uh, we went and got dinner, nothing fancy pants, just got dinner with the boy, had a cake, sang happy birthday. So it was nice. It was a nice weekend. That's awesome. It was, it's, it's nice to sleep in without being woken up by a baby. And now, Shaf, I know you don't know what that's like yet, but trust me, when it happens, you're going to love it. Shaf. Sleeping in without, gonna, a, without a baby? No, sleeping in with a, without a baby waking you up. Oh, Yeah. That's it, that hasn't it happened for quite some time. <laughs> now, yeah, it, we're both parents, everybody. It doesn't happen to me very often, so I'm not I'm not bragging, Shaf. I'm just saying when the the few times it does happen, it's the best. It's the <laughs> best, Shaf. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but that was about it. That was that was my week. Nice, Shaf. Exciting for both of us. All right, now that we've got the pleasantries out of the way, let's do some bookkeeping. So we do have a corrections department, you guys. Very rarely do we get anything wrong on this show. But on the rare occasion, maybe we miss we misread a fact or something like that. Or we misremembered an actor in a movie. Our corrections department he's like he's like the flash he goes for his phone he types out so fast because he gets his jollies off of telling us when we're wrong so last week was no exception i'm sure last week what did we talk about the suicide squad we talked about the suicide squad and we talked about the carnage trailer i don't look at these corrections shaf i like to leave them to you because I like to be surprised. So tell me, what did the corrections department have to say about last week's episode? All right. Well, last week's episode was about the Suicide Squad and what if first impressions. So uh, the first thing on the list of corrections I've got is, he says, when Schaff was talking about his new streaming equipment, he said that Wonder Rob got him an Elgato. What product made by them, though, since Elgato is oh, come just on. a brand name? Gosh. <laughs> a capture card. Yeah. A capture card. Come on. Come on. I got my boy a capture card. That's right. 
Um, so yeah, we're going to move on from there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> while in the correct, yeah, while in the correction segment for episode 164, Wonder Rob asked how old Mark was when the uh, real Ghostbusters series ended its run in October of 1991. And uh, Mark was five years old, just a few months shy of turning six. Wow. Great. I always forget how much older I am than Mark. <laughs> Not that much older, but I am yeah, older. Yeah, he's the, he's the baby of the bunch, he's which the is kind baby. of surprising because he has the least amount of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Actually, beep, 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 him, beep. babies don't have much hair either, so it probably makes sense. Okay. Um, Wonder Rob asked for clarification about the casting of Huge Jacked Man as Wolverine in the original X-Men movie. Huge Jacked Man revealed that he was only cast in the role of X-Men's Wolverine after he was turned down by Russell Crowe, which we knew. We said that. Um, Further recalling his experiences trying out for Wolverine, Jackman said, I actually got the part nine months after I first auditioned for it. All right. It's like he had a baby and then he went in. Yeah. (laughs) He birthed that part. Um, (laughs) All right. Moving on. When discussing the casting of Idris Elba in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as Knuckles, uh, Wonder Rob asked for the correct way on how to pronounce what kind of animal Knuckles is. And the correct pronunciation is echidna. All right. So I've been saying it right this whole time. Echidna. Echidna. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when speaking about the Suicide Squad and other films James Gunn has directed, Schaff listed Brightburn as one of them. Though Gunn produced the film Brightburn, he did not direct it. Well, fuck me up the goat ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Getting vulgar fast. <laughs> Um, all right, moving on. We can't uh, monetize this video. <laughs> well, I think we're we're good. We're in the thirty minute zone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, during the discussion of the new twenty twenty one Suicide Squad movie, it was brought up who died in the twenty sixteen film Suicide Squad. Wonder Rob asked. If Wait, asked spoiler, him. everybody, for the first Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Um, the only person who's going to be upset is David Ayer. Uh, Wonder <laughs> Rob asked if Captain Boomerang died in that film, and Schaff answered yes. Uh, Captain Boomerang actually survived the events of the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I haven't seen it since it came out, so I couldn't you remember. You know what didn't survive? His career. That's all I got to say. Ooh. Uh, when discussing what if, Wonder Rob asked for clarification uh, on if Captain Britain's powers were based in magic. Uh, and it says here, endowed with extraordinary powers by the magician Merlin and his daughter mm-hmm. Roma. I Captain was right. Britain is assigned to uphold the laws of pretend. Of pretend. Uh, pretend. Pretend uh, laws. <laughs> Wonder Rob asked how Red Skull got the Tesseract back. He would have acquired it again when capturing Steve in the Hydra Stomper suit. Oh, I wasn't being serious. that i did figure out but they just didn't make it clear the what if episodes they move at such a fast pace it's true they recapped the whole captain america movie story in 30 minutes so they that just wasn't clear to me i actually because having now the second episode uh in our under our belts i'm not going to spoil anything but i'm going to say that that episode worked better for me from a pacing perspective because it didn't have to follow like the first episode was sort of like following the plot almost to the T with just slight variations. Yeah. Whereas this second episode really kind of veers its own way. So it, it, it lends itself better to being, uh, it can follow whatever pacing it needs to and not feel like it's going too fast. So, yeah, I think 
what ifs that are more grounded, and I understand that's a stupid saying because these are this is all comic books, but more grounded as in not set in outer space or having to do with magic or anything like that, like the Captain America movies. I feel like any of those are going to pretty much follow the same plot. Yeah. But anything yeah. that that can have big variables like magic or space, you'll see something totally different. Like totally this yeah. week's episode. Um, when discussing the ending of Captain Carter episode of what if, um, yeah, we're, we're in spoiler territory. I probably should. All right. We're going to, we're spoiling last week's what if everybody, <laughs> the first episode of what if <laughs> wonder Rob asked if the Tesseract allowed time travel as well. The Tesseract contains the space stone, which is traditionally shown opening wormholes through space. But according to Einstein's general theory of relativity, space and time are closely bound together. And in theory, Wormholes would allow travel through time as well as space. All right. So that explains that. Now, um, <laughs> interestingly enough, that was the last bit of corrections from the corrections department. But I did get one correction from our comic book expert, Vactor. What, is this guy trying to double his pay? I know. Doesn't he know that two times zero is zero? (laughs) (laughs) We're Um, making that anchor money. That's right. We we can't split it four ways. That's not how this works. (laughs) You can't can't split a penny four ways. Um, He said, and this is kind of carrying on with what Mark has already written, but I'm just going to read it as is because he sent it to me. So he said, during the What If review, Wonder Rob so graciously asked about the powers of one Captain Britain. So... Like we said, we've already talked about it, but he's the comic book expert. Yeah, he has a little bit more than what Mark had written, so I'm going to read it. Uh, originally, uh, Brian Braddock, aka Captain uh, Britain's powers, were linked to a mystical amulet, which later transferred to his suit and then his body. Recent changes have seen the magical origins of his powers be tied to his emotions because comics. Basically, you can now think of him as the Shazam Captain Marvel if you're nasty. Of the Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vector. Yeah. <laughs> I am if, nasty. If Thanks. you're nasty. Uh, well, so anyways, that's all the corrections that we have from our episode last week. Well, thank you, Mark. We appreciate that. Thank you, Vector, for chiming in. Uh, stepping a little above your pay grade, but we're not mad at you. So, Speaking of the corrections department, everybody, he does more than correct us each week. He also has opinions and thoughts. Who would have thunk? So we like to give him just a just a little bit of time to talk about whatever he wants in his own segment called In Review with the Corrections Department. Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another In Review with the Corrections Department. This week, I'm going to be talking to you about a British coming-of-age television teenage sitcom, uh, which originally aired on the E4 network in the UK from 2008 to 2010. Uh, It ran for 18 episodes over three series, and the TV show is called The Inbetweeners. I really enjoyed this series a lot. The series follows uh, the misadventures of suburban teenager Will and his friends Simon, Neil, and Jay at their uh, fictional uh, Rudge Park uh, school. Uh, so the program involves situations of school life, like uh, the school staff, uh, friendship, male bonding, lad culture, and adolescent sexuality. It's, it's really funny. Uh, 
I really enjoyed it a lot. It had two films as well, the Inbetweeners movie, which came out in August of 2011, and its sequel, which came out in August of 2014. I would highly suggest this show to definitely Wonder Rob and Shop. I think they would really enjoy it. Introduced it to Vactor many years ago, and he loves it as well. But if you're a fan of British television and British comedy in general, like myself, I would highly suggest this. And you can stream the three series of the television show right now on Amazon Prime. And you can purchase or rent the two films uh, through different streaming services as well. Uh, but that's it for me this week. And back to Shoff and Rob. Oh, friend. All right. So Mark, our corrections department, recommends The Inbetweeners, a, a British show that really dives into, what did, what did he say, Shaf? Lad culture. <laughs> lad culture. That, that, that threw me. I was like, lad culture? Is, am I reading, am Google I reading it. that right? Google it. Okay, lad Googling it. Lad culture. Enter. Okay, I'm going to read off lad culture to you, Shaf. Do it. <clears throat> Oi! Lad culture is a British and Irish subculture initially associated with the Britpop movement. The subculture in- <laughs> involves young men assuming an anti-intellectual position, shunning sensitivity in favor of drinking, violence, and sexism. Oh, have a go. Have a go at it, will you? <laughs> that last part I added. How was my accent? That was nice. I liked it. Thank you. Not Bloody. one, not one, not one thing. Yeah, I, it started as British and it really ended as something else. <laughs> uh, if you couldn't understand what I was saying, guys, it says right here it's a British and Irish subculture initially associated with the Britpop movement. Uh, young men assuming anti-intellectual positions, shunning sensitivity in favor of drinking, violence, and sexism. And that's funny because all these years, Mark, our corrections department, has been calling himself a lad. And in the lad culture, and it all makes sense because this guy is always drinking. He hits his wife, Shaw, and <laughs> I, I couldn't even continue with it. He doesn't do any of that. What is it? Liable if it's spoken? <laughs> I don't know. Don't get don't get me wrong. Or slander? I don't uh, know. <laughs> libel? Yeah, slander is spoken. Libel is written. Okay, so I'm not gonna get in trouble. Mark doesn't hit his wife. He very gently caresses and kisses his wife all over. I've seen it. He didn't see me in the closet. Now, uh, anyway, in betweeners, isn't that be, uh, like what is it called? In in, in in now, I don't watch porn. I've never seen <laughs> porn in my lifetime. Obviously, but, yeah. Um, I only uh, just learned that this sort of thing exists. That, that porn is even a thing. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, apparently, there's, but you know, in between the scenes, there's uh-huh. a person. That sort of keeps the actors uh, engaged, if you sure, will. sure, sure, um, sure. Um, and aren't they called in betweeners? Listen, Shaf, you're incorrect. I, I'm going to tell you what it's called. I'm going to save the corrections department a correction, and I'm not going to tell you how I know this, Shaf, because I am a cultured man. Okay. I'm I'm from you're the a, internet. You're a lad cultured man. Yeah, I know a lot of stuff. You're thinking of fluffers, Shaf. <sighs> Fluffing. And I only know what that is is because all these years I've been calling our listeners geeks, so to speak, fluffers, because they're always building up the podcast. They're always uh, making us hard and strong and erect with information and geek that's entertainment. Right. 
And then our corrections department had to tell me what fluffers actually were because he's a pervert. <laughs> so that's the only reason I know. What that a makes more is. sense now because, you know, like that sandwich fluffer nutter, that makes more sense. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> that sandwich, you know, fluffer nutters. Fluffer nutters. I've never heard anybody talk about that in real because life. Because if you fluff someone enough, their nutters, then they're. They go yeah, crazy, and that's they, it, which is also a, a British sandwich. phrase. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's do this. That's enough talking about the in betweeners. Thank you, Mark, our corrections department, for uh, the, the fodder. We appreciate it. I'll check it out. I think I've actually seen it, but. It's been a while, so I might get back into it uh, on Amazon Prime, he said. So check it out, everybody. The Inbetweeners. One thing I also want you to check out is this ad from our sponsor, Anchor. Once the Anchor ad is done and over with, we'll be back with all the latest and greatest geek news. So stay tuned. Geek News! Nude News. Nude News. All right, Shaf. So as is tradition around here, whoever's hosting the episode any given week, me in this instance, likes to give the 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 right, the opportunity, the privilege to discuss the first geek news story to the co-host, which is you, Shaf. So tell me what's been going on this week in geek news. Oh, thanks, Wonder Rob. Appreciate that. That's really nice of you. Well, so- it's written in the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> so you're I know welcome. I just I just like to kind of build it up like it's some big like you know privilege and I and thought right. we were gonna stop talking about fluffing shop that's we're not late. building anything up anymore too late I'm already oh man is this to gonna go? have to go it is this gonna have to go in the show notes shop <laughs> am I writing down the word fluffer right now you I better. think I am you better okay you better follow up with a nutter oh my god uh, let's stop talking about it okay <laughs> so uh, I will say this one, Rob. This past week has been full of Marvel news. It's been kind of a Marvel week in terms of stuff. And and uh, legitimately, probably one of the most interesting things that to happen this past week was we got a new trailer, the final trailer, for Marvel's Eternals. Oh, I've so, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone through a few name changes. It used to be the Eternals, and they dropped the V and made it even cooler. Now it's Eternals. Whereas Suicide Squad was just Suicide Squad, and they took the the from the Eternals and put it into the Suicide Squad. See what happens there? It's called entropy. Energy cannot be okay. created nor destroyed. Okay, law of conservation, something and things like that. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Hey, this is geek, so to speak, not fucking nerd so to speak all right <laughs> not, not dweeb so to <laughs> i let the f-bomb go that's twice that's two demonetizations we're getting well we have um, to anyway. it's a whole new game on youtube shop <laughs> yeah it really is we have to be careful now <laughs> um so yeah we have a new uh, eternals trailer and uh and it's it's got a lot going on it definitely in terms of trailers for eternals I think I can probably speak for anyone when I say that this one really gives you a solid understanding of what this movie's about. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's it, only like two months out. 
Yeah. Like you really kind of know what, what the plot is of this thing. I honestly kind of wish I didn't watch the trailer and, and wonder Rob and I have talked about this, but we, I've only watched it once because that's what we talked about. We're only going to watch trailers once we talk about it on the podcast and we let it be that so we can wait and then see the movie. We're not going to, yeah. you know, like uh, watch it again and again and, and pause and freeze frame and all this stuff. No. But what we are going to do for our fellow geeks out there is give a bit of a trailer breakdown. So um, uh, this comes from SlashFilm.com, but they did a great job of, of breaking down the trailer. Um, we do see a lot of the cast, uh, all of the various Eternals characters. Some Hayek, we see her mm-hmm. right away riding a horse because that's what heroes do. <laughs> uh, it's in Selma Hayek's contract. She has to ride a horse in just about everything she makes. Yep. Yep. It's true. Um, so she, she's, uh, she's riding a horse. She's talking about Thanos and she's talking about how the Avengers saved the day and snapped and brought everybody back in the blip, um, in the events of, uh, Avengers Endgame. But also basically the aftermath of Avengers Endgame and sort of what happens when you do something with that kind of power, that kind of energy, apparently that's what opened up, um, this, this, uh, new apocalyptic threat called the emergence. We don't really know too much about what the emergence is, but it definitely seems like um, Salma Hayek's character, Ajax, is very concerned. Um, Now, one thing I liked that they got out of the way immediately in the trailer was, hey, how come you guys didn't fight Thanos when he was trying to, you know, end half the life on the the whole universe? Uh, where, Where the heck were you guys? (laughs) <laughs> and they said, well, actually, we were instructed to not uh, interfere with anybody unless it deals with uh, these weird space creatures. So good luck with all that. So they're just they're just a bunch of like rule following goody two shoes. Yeah, get people. the hell out of here. <laughs> Half <laughs> Couldn't the even step in for a second. Just vanished. And they're just like, well, but we said we wouldn't. What I did, what I think, what I like, what I like the most about the trailer was when they were like, well, but who are you taking these orders from? And then they show this shot of a celestial, um, and it's, it's epic, 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 epic moment. I'm trying to uh, move ahead to that section on my, here we go. Um, it's a red celestial. Uh, I've heard some rumors on who people think it is, um, I don't remember how to pronounce it, but it's the person is basically like the judge. Uh, it's like the celestial judge, if, if you will. Mm. Um, a lot of people thought, oh, it's Galactus. And I'm like, you clearly don't know anything about Marvel. He doesn't look a thing like Galactus. You know um, nothing about comic books. Then they were like, oh, get out of here. It's Eson, the searcher. No, it's not, actually. It's not. Um, but anyways, uh, the, the trailer itself, Wonder Rob, did you enjoy this trailer? It kept me engaged. It's the first Eternals trailer that actually kept me engaged. So, because again, it's the first trailer that actually had anything to do with the plot of the movie. This yeah. whole time I had no idea what this movie was going to be up, be about. And I thought I was going to walk into it, not knowing what this movie was going to be about. So kudos for them. But, uh, I'm scrolling through the trailer right now. The The thought that I had doesn't have to do with the whole, a whole lot to do with the plot. But the thought I've been having lately, especially with Marvel trailers in particular, is I'm looking at all this and I'm like, how much of this is actually in the movie? 
how much of this is alternate takes. Because you know what Marvel does. They straight up lie to you in their trailers, Shav. Oh yeah, we've uh, we've been we've fallen victim to this several times. Also, there's a child in this trailer. Um, I don't know the actress's name. Look up the actress who is a, a young woman in this trailer. Are you talking about the character Sprite? Sure, I love a Sprite. I'm more I'm more <laughs> of a uh, mellow yellow guy, but sometimes a Sprite that's that'll do it. Sprite. Is not going to make it into the sequel, Shaf. That's my prediction. You know why? Because young actors age out of the parts. And if you're an eternal and you're a child, guess what? Two years from now when this movie comes out or the sequel, that that, that kid's going to be like 38. It's just not going to work. Remember Walt on Lost, Shaf? You know why Walt was only on season one? Because he aged out. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just I'm making a prediction that we're not going to see that character anymore. Also, this guy in the trailer looks just like Sebastian Stan. I thought Sebastian Stan was in this movie for a hot second. Of course, I don't know his name. I don't have any of the information up in front of me, Shaf, because that's how professional I am. You're talking about the guy who plays Icarus. Yeah, Kid Icarus. Uh, I think his name is Richard Madden. Shout out to Richard Madden, friend of the show. For looking just like Sebastian Stan. I like it. Yep, Richard Madden. I was right. Yeah. There's also, uh, is that the, the, he can shoot beams from his eyes. And so he has this blue outfit with the gold trimming. And there's this shot of him where he's floating in the air, shooting lasers out of his eyes. And for just, again, for a hot second, my mind went, is that Homelander? Am I getting Homelander in the Eternals? <laughs> I will fucking laser you. but i liked the uh in the trailers where they were talking about loving something and watch watching over the things you love watching over the human race i thought that was that was very interesting um i'm liking the the visuals the cinematography looks really good yeah the shot of the celestial itself i thought was really was really neat um also, that there's one shot where all the Eternals who have been in hiding are showing up. They're like out in the desert somewhere, and you got your boy Kumail Nanjiani just being a goof. Hi, I'm Kumail. Hi, have you seen me? Have you seen me lately? I'm really, really ripped now. <laughs> really ripped now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to the trailer in terms yeah. of plot. I would say the only other thing we do find out is we do see what the deviants look like, uh, which was not something that we got to see in previous trailers. So we do know a little bit more about them. We also know about um, the villain of this movie looks to be a deviant by the name of Crow, K-R-O. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's the only villain. I would also say that if they're um, that the Celestials will probably come into play. Maybe they're like an ultimate threat. What I what I think I love the most about this movie so far is that Marvel isn't scared at showing just massive people, like these these celestial beings, these like you know all powerful, as old as the universe type type characters. Um, when you when you think about like Galactus, 
like they were Marvel used to be really scared. Uh, Marvel Fox was really scared at showing Galactus. So they made him into a gas cloud in the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four Rise of the Silver Surfer movie. And you know everybody was really upset. But then again, everybody was like, oh, but no one would take the movie seriously if it was a giant man, you know, just ready to devour a planet. But when you see like they're 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 being so um, comic book accurate with. Um, oh, by the way, his his uh, celestial's name is uh, Arisham, Arisham, mm, okay. Arisham the Judge. Um, and if I'm mispronouncing that, I apologize. Uh, but we we don't care about pronunciations in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've gotten <laughs> over that a long time ago. <laughs> but anyways, they they don't. They, Marvel is going like full balls to the wall. We're going to make it look just like it should look in the comic books, and that makes me feel really good because we're going to get Fantastic Four in the in the future at some point. And you know we're going to see Galactus at some point in Marvel Studios, which means that we're going to see what what a, a really solid Galactus should look like. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, this this looks good. I'm I'm, I'm back on the hype train for the Eternals. I was sort of sleeping on that one. Yeah, Shang Chi looks great. Obviously, Spider Man, No Way Home, we're all hyped for. But Eternals was just sort of sleeping in the background. But I'm looking forward to it. But speaking of no Way Home, Shaw. You know, that movie comes out, what are we? We're in August, September, October, November, in about three and a half months. Maybe three months. Between three and three and a half months. Math is not our strong suit here on Geek, so to speak. But it's coming out <laughs> soon. We just got a final trailer for The Eternals, which comes out one month before Spider-Man. And we still do not have a Spider-Man trailer, Shaw. So... One would wonder what our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige is up to, but he he was not afraid to talk about it. So the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings premiere was just the other day, Shaf, and Cinema Blend was there, and they got a hold of Kevin Feige, and you know they pinned him into a corner <laughs> and they put took, a microphone right up to his face. Got your hat. Got your hat, and they wouldn't give his hat back until he revealed some secrets. They got right in his face, Billy on the street style. <laughs> For a dollar, where's the Spider-Man trailer? <laughs> That's what they said. Uh, well, I don't know where it is. How do you not know where it is? I want the Spider-Man trailer. That's my Billy Eigner. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. I loved it. I loved it. I think my Billy Eigner impression is per- pretty good. Uh Kevin Feige, for a dollar, where is the Spider-Man trailer? And Kevin Feige said, well, honestly, uh, I've seen the fervor online. It's not necessarily occurred to me that it's any more or less secret than any of our other projects. I think all our projects, we want to preserve surprises. That's that's all the secrecy's for. Um, he continued to say, it will be in theaters on December 17th, and there will be a trailer before that, you can be assured. <laughs> that was all Kevin Feige had to say about Spider-Man No Way Home. Would you prefer, Shaf? What if they just went nuts with this? Let's say they put out trailers for this movie, but they don't actually show you anything. It's just like, coming soon, Spider-Man No Way Home. And you got to go to the movies, and you're going to go in cold. They're making everybody go in cold. What would you say about that? Oh, I would love it. Um, I think of any of the movies that are coming out in phase four, it's Spider-Man is the one that I, well, I shouldn't say that Spider-Man and Dr. Strange are the two that I don't want to know like anything really plot 
driven about it. Like we know obviously that Dr. Strange will involve the, the multiverse. We know that Spider-Man will involve Dr. Strange and probably the multiverse because of the events of Loki. But we don't know much more than that. We have a lot of speculation. We have a lot of theories, but we don't have a whole lot of concrete information um, to, to really tell us the, the plot or anything like that. So I would love to go into this movie as cold as possible, as cold as I could. But that's not going to happen because nope. when the trailer comes out, you know we're going to watch it and Absolutely. you know we're going to talk about it <laughs> to death on the show. <laughs> but I'll watch the first trailer once, but that's probably going to be it. I'm going to go cold after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it out of obligation for this podcast, but that's about it. So no news when we're getting a trailer, folks, but just keep your eyes peeled because I'm sure it'll happen one day at, before <laughs> the movie comes out, according to Kevin Feige. <laughs> Um, well, keeping things in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, uh, Shang-Chi just had their movie premiere just the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, Ben Kingsley happened to be at the movie premiere. For those that don't know Ben Kingsley, of course, mm. he's a famous actor, but in the MCU specifically, he played uh, the Mandarin. Well, not really. He played Trevor Slat- Slatterly? Is that Slattery? S- yeah, sure. Trevor, I can't Slatley. remember. Slatterly. He said it kind All of right. like a weird... Corrections department. Did he play Slatley or Slatterly? We'll just say Trevor. He played Trevor. Um, <laughs> that much I know is correct. Anyways, he played a character actually by the name of uh, Trevor. He was an actor who was basically uh, doing a, a Mandarin impression. Uh, he was assuming a character. Um, but in the Iron Man 3 movie, it ended up being that he wasn't the Mandarin. He was just an actor. And that Aldrich uh, Killian, played by Guy Pierce, was actually the Mandarin. But... As we have now found out with Shang-Chi, the real Mandarin, which is Shang-Chi's daddy-o, um, is, uh, I think his name is Wen Wu, um, but he has basically uh, reassumed his position as the leader of the Ten Rings organization. So um, the important thing about the news about Ben Kingsley, though, being at the premiere is that he happened to just let it be known that he is, in fact going to be reprising his role as Trevor as the fake Mandarin that he played in Iron Man 3, which is so exciting to me. I love that they're not just letting that plot thread just dangle, that they're probably going to just, you know, if he gets totally killed by Wen Wu, like, you know, like for impersonating him. I would or, love it. Yeah. I mean, it's just great that they're not leaving that uh, you know, to the to the wolves. They're gonna they're gonna you know cover those bases and really make sense of the fact that there is one true Mandarin and it's and it's this guy. It's Wen Wu. So, um, for those that don't recall, though, there was a, a Marvel one shot. They used to do these um, initially during the beginnings of the uh, Phase One of MCU, and uh, basically they brought Ben Kingsley back for a short film called All Hail the King. Uh-huh. And in that uh, short film, his character was kidnapped from prison by a criminal who says he's working for the real Mandarin, um, and he wasn't happy that there was an actor pretending to be the leader of the Ten Rings. So um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens next, but I'm just glad that they're bringing Ben back, even for potential cameo, to sort of uh, tidy up that loose end. So that's great. Speaking of loose ends, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> So I've heard on blind items that I read. Uh, This is just a real quick bit of news. There's not a whole lot to this, but Anthony Mackie uh, has officially, officially signed on to star in Captain America 
four. Uh, so he has closed his deal to carry the shield and be the first Falcon slash Captain America on screen. Um, Marvel Studios is keeping its details under wraps, uh, so it's not clear whether or not the movie will feature Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier or not Shaf, but rest assured, it will have Anthony Mackie as the Falcon slash Captain America. Actually, it's Captain America slash the Falcon now. Uh, it's being scripted by the Falcon and Winter Soldier's head writer and creator Malcolm Spellman, along with staff writer Dalen. Sorry, Dalen. I'm probably screwing that up big time. Dalen Musson. So if you liked the writing of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you're in luck because the same dudes are making Captain America for. That's pretty much the end of the story, Shaf. We are, we already <laughs> knew this was happening because the the story pretty much broke the same day the last episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier aired on Disney Plus. But now it's official. It's official, you guys. Expect a Captain America 4 sometime. Nice. Very exciting. Other exciting news, uh we're still keeping it in the MCU because it's just been a week of Marvel. Um <clears throat> the uh sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh anyways, um Kevin Feige, who we were talking about a moment ago. Our Lord and an Savior, interview. yes. Yeah, Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige, uh had an interview recently with comicbook.com and he was speaking about the upcoming Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But during that interview, he also said, We're shooting Black Panther Wakanda forever right now. And a Marvel character is going to make her debut before her Disney Plus series. And that character is Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. Uh, she's going to be in Black Panther 2 first. Uh, she started shooting uh, this week before her Ironheart series. So uh, for those that don't know anything about the Ironheart character from the Marvel Universe, uh, Ironheart, a.k.a. Uh, Riri Williams, was introduced in the Marvel Comics in 2016 as a 15-year-old MIT student who reverse engineers Iron Man's armor in order to create her own suit of armor. With the support of Iron Man, a.k.a. Tony Stark, Riri takes on the name Ironheart and becomes a superhero. Now, I definitely think this is going to be really interesting to have an Ironheart series as well as an Armor Wars series, because that whole concept of Tony Stark's armor falling into various hands, like in one, you've got Riri, who's using it for good. And then in the other hands, you know, who knows, maybe Justin Hammer will be back with Hammer Industries in, in Armor Wars. That would be great because he gets his hands on Tony Stark's tech. Um, I don't know. But um it's just really cool that we're going to get to see Riri uh, before her own series, which is great. You got to, you know, use shows or movies to introduce shows or shows to introduce movies. I think it's great. It's really great. It's really good. <laughs> um, I'm not laughing at it every time. Okay. This is really bad. Shaf. I've, <laughs> I'm prefacing this everybody by letting you know, this is inappropriate, but every time you would mention Riri Williams, I would think of the show. There was an animated show of clerks years ago uh it was like six episodes only two of them aired they put them all on dvd blah 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 there was a joke in there and again an inappropriate joke <laughs> where randall uh calls somebody stupid by calling them he says don't be such a riri oh. and every time you said riri <laughs> I kept thinking of that episode of Clerks, and so I'm I'm very much looking forward to Ironheart, everybody. But that one stupid joke from the Kevin Smith Clerk series <laughs> kept creeping in my head, so that's why I was laughing because it's go, a terrible Kevin joke. Smith. 
It's a terrible joke. It's bad. It's a bad joke. We don't condone it, despite my laughing. Okay. So, moving on. Out of the realm of Marvel. Let's talk about... But uh, but has to do with Kevin Smith. Oh, Shoff, that was a perfect segue, and I nailed it. Wow. You know, your boy Kevin Smith, friend of the show, Kevin Smith. He had his Masters of the Universe series debut on Netflix not too long ago. We talked about it maybe two episodes ago, three episodes ago. Somewhere in our back catalog. Go ahead and check it out. But did you know, Shaf, that there was secretly another He-Man and the Masters of the Universe series being developed for Netflix? (laughs) Two shows about Masters of the Universe... Coming out back-to-back, practically. Basically, yeah. Now, once Masters of the Universe Revelations, and once He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So, this new Masters of the Universe show is computer-animated. It's not helmed by Kevin Smith. It has nothing to do with Kevin Smith. And when you see him back-to-back... You might be inclined to think of that meme where it's uh, Pam Beasley holding up the picture. She says, it's the same picture. (laughs) But it's not. No. But it it might as well be. Uh, So this first trailer just came out. They announced a September 16th premiere date for the CG animated He-Man and the Masters of the Universe produced by Mattel Television. Here is the synopsis. Let me read this to you. I know you've watched the trailer. I know you have thoughts, but I'm going to read the synopsis for you just in case. Sounds good. In Eternia, actually, let me do it in a voice. In Eternia, the first planet of creation, a demonic tyrant rises, Skeletor. With dark armies at his command, Skeletor is on the march, hell-bent on capturing Eternia's kingdoms and its ultimate prize... Castle Grayskull, the ancient fortress of mystery said to contain the greatest power in the universe. It's up to He-Man, voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, and his brave squad of rookie heroes to stop Skeletor and restore the peace. Both sides come armed with enchanted power weapons, transforming them into masters of primal powers of the universe. It's Master versus Dark Master, He-Man versus Skeletor, fighting for control of Eternia, Castle Grayskull, and the fate of us all. In the end, who will become the Master of the Universe? <laughs> now, watching the trailer, what it doesn't what it doesn't tell you in that synopsis is that this seems to be not exactly a continuation of Master of the Universe in the same sense like Kevin Smith's show was, but more like more like Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> I guess is the best way to describe it. Or Batman Beyond, where there, there were none of the original characters in this, and it's, it's all new people. Well, you got Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond carrying over. Well, I guess you're right. Who did who did I see in this? I saw um uh what's that cat's name? The, oh, the scaredy um, cat. Uh Cringer. I thought I saw Cringer in here, but maybe Yeah, Cringer's I... in it. Um what what kind of kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of kind of uh 
what alarmed me and what kind of made me like, what is, it seems like they're his entire group. It has special powers. Like they're all, um, masters of something. Even Cringer is master of something. Like, so yeah, it says here, the voice class, it's listing the voice cast, but it's slashing them, the, the parts. So it says David K, for example, is playing Cringer and battle cat. Greg Griffin is playing Evelyn or Evelyn. Anthony Del Rio is Duncan or Man at Arms. Kimberly Brooks is playing Tila, Eldris, Sorceress, etc., etc. So it feels like they're playing new characters who are inheriting the powers of the old characters. Oh, no, no, no. So I think that's... Or am I getting it backwards? Rob, but I think this is uh, just showing your lack of He-Man oh, knowledge. Oh, hey, everybody. I know next to nothing about He-Man. i watched he-man let's just put it put this out there i I explained this in the he-man episode i watched he-man when i was young but i was a child i was a young kid he-man did not stick with me like ghostbusters or ninja turtles or other shows from that era so i only have vague vague memories of he-man and i did watch the new series it was fine but you're right, Shav. I'm showing my ignorance, my <laughs> He-Man ignorance. So please help me remove the foot from my mouth and explain to me what's happening here. So it, it, those characters you're describing, okay. um, Duncan, Man-at-Arms. Man-at-Arms' name is Duncan. Man-at-Arms is just a title. Um, uh, Evelyn, her name was Evelyn. So I like, know that. Yeah. Um, Cringer, when he, uh, after He-Man uses the power sword, and he says, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power, right? Um, he, when he becomes, when Prince Adam becomes He-Man, Cringer becomes Battle Cat. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to think who else you mentioned. Tila? Did you mention Tila? Tila Tequila, yes. <laughs> Tequila. She's got the most friends on MySpace. <laughs> Another shot at love. Um, <laughs> that uh, joke did not work. <laughs> that <laughs> fell flat. Right on the ground. Continue. <laughs> No, I was just thinking about Tila Tequila, but I wasn't thinking about MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> She's your fluffer. I yeah, about, my, I went to MySpace. I was thinking about her space. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how different our minds are. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about her space between. Um, no, uh, what I was going to say is this is a really interesting... Uh, how do I put this? Um, it depiction? looks like people are inheriting their powers. Well, no, it like it's the next generation. That's what it looks like to me. I, and I novice. get that. I get that. But they are playing uh, their the standard characters. Like there is Prince Adam. There's Tila. There's Duncan. All that stuff is the same. So um, well, here, just, let me let me explain a, how it. It's seems. just a unique depiction of them. They all are much younger, and the younger sounding like they're all a bunch of teens. It's really weird. Um, he, is it he, like? The Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover. Michelangelo got the t- saber-toothed tiger power coin and turned into the Yellow Ranger. So it's Michelangelo getting the Yellow Ranger's powers. Is that what this is? Is this some kid getting He-Man's powers? But he's not Prince Adam. No, no, it is Prince Adam. Okay, that's I'm just that, I'm yeah. trying to clarify here. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's absolutely the same characters. So. Um, that's the part that's really kind of weird is it's it's certainly a reimagining. It doesn't follow like any kind of uh, continuity of story. Um, it's its own thing. 
but it really has kind of an anime feel to it. And I'm not a big fan of anime. So, uh, unless it's head tie. <laughs> oh, I was queuing up the uh, iPad earlier and, um, uh, getting the proper manga, uh, apps on it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> manga apps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm so sophisticated. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I Um, find the manga apps? (laughs) But um, I I love Yuri Lowenthal as a voice actor. Um, For those that don't know, may recall, uh, he voices uh, Peter Parker uh, in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yep. Um, And PS5. um, The uh, Miles Morales game as well. Um, But the issue I have is that he sounds so young in this. And maybe that's just the characters. They're, they're all much like uh, younger aged versions of themselves, but it just sounds strange to me. Like he man should sound like a man, not a boy in my opinion. Uh, like it's, it's as if all He-Man. the characters had to go through puberty. Um, uh, and that is just strange to me. The The whole trailer kind of played out weird too. It didn't feel like a trailer. It just felt like I was watching an episode of the show. <laughs> it felt uh, like the South Park episode where they got into World of Warcraft. <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of which, not a single person commented about that in our discord chat. I posted the, the MP3, not a single person said if it sounded good or bad or anything. I'm wondering, did anybody listen to it? To be fair, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So I might have just missed it completely. So our Discord chat, yeah, there's a geek, so to speak, Discord chat, everybody. It it moves fast-paced sometimes. It does. I might have just missed it. Yeah, well, it seems like everybody did, which is funny because, like, you, you can see my post is in between other things, and then no one says anything about oh, it. Man. And then, and then I even I even replied to my own post with a gift <laughs> with a gif from Mad Max Fury Road of "Witness me." I did see that, <laughs> and and nobody commented on that either. Oh man, I'll go back so, and look. But anyways, on Fiverr, uh, I, I provide freelance voiceover work. And if you're looking for voiceover work, you're going to look for Shoff VO. S H O F F V is in voice. <laughs> That's o really important. <laughs> um, but uh, a person on there was asking if I could do a South Park impression of Kyle, Stan, and Cartman. And, uh, you know, I sent him a basically a one minute scene from the world of Warcraft episode. And I think it turned out pretty well. He really liked it and it might turn into a a gig coming up here in the next, you know, few weeks or so, but, uh, but nobody commented on it in the discord chat. I missed it. I'll check it out. I don't remember seeing that. I'll get, (laughs) I'll get my opinions after the show. I'll put it on there. Shout out to the geeks. So to speak discord, everybody. Uh, Well, I can tell you, we, I don't really want to watch this new series, but I Me might either. if we're if we're having a dry spell for content <laughs> to review, which happens sometimes, <laughs> not very often, but sometimes. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. We'll probably talk about the the continuation of Kevin Smith's He Man series since we already talked about that already. But I don't know if I have what it takes for two separate He Man things, especially since we have. He- 
Masters of the Universe on the deck for a future geek movie torture. So I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how much He-Man I can take, you guys. That's true. That's true. All right. What else is going on, Shaf? Okay. So moving into the video game category of news, um, this is a game that just came out today, and today being Thursday, August 19th. Um, but the game is called 12 Minutes, and it's a point-and-click adventure worth repeating. So this comes from the video game developer Annapurna Interactive. And we've previously talked about this developer before because they did um, uh, Maquette, which is an awesome, very interesting and unique game. Mm-hmm that we both played on on the ps5 uh and if i'm not mistaken one rob wasn't there that one game that you were playing it was sort of like a an isometric uh rpg it sort of had like a watercolor paint aspect isn't that annapurna as well mm, I'm i can't think of the, the name of it talking about i'm gonna look it up real quick annapurna. it's like a detective noir type story i don't know why i cannot think of what you're talking about so let me i'm just going i'm going to their website right now because i'm totally blanking on it strays coming soon from they do them. stray as well Mm-hmm. oh wow okay yeah so they're they're really an interesting uh game developer but i'll, I'll read more about this 12 minutes game yeah, let me let me try to find this game that you're talking about because i'm totally blanking on it maquette the pathless pathless i'm playing on my phone right now uh with my backbone controller i'm enjoying that one uh, Outer Wilds, they did. Journey. <laughs> Let's see. I Am Dead. You know, I'm not sure which game you're talking about. I think it might not be Annapurna. Whichever okay, maybe it's not. Uh, if we think about it, we'll... we'll uh, but they we'll got a lot of later. good games. They make good games. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, but anyways, this game... Uh, just released today on Xbox and on PC. And if I'm not mistaken, Wonder Rob, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's free with the Game Pass. Yes, it uh, it was actually one of my priorities. I even set up a note on my phone reminding me, D- download this game. Don't forget to do it. <laughs> oh, I remember the game you were t- talking about. No, I don't. That one, I was playing it on Steam, but I don't think it's by these guys. I don't remember. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Let me pull up. Uh, That's okay, but I'm you just can keep going. I'm just gonna yeah, you know, I'm open up about. my Steam catalog um, real quick. But yeah, so it's it just released today on Xbox and PC, and it center, centers on a time loop scenario where the main character and his wife are brutally murdered by someone posing as a cop, forcing the players to repeat the same twelve minutes of that night to discover the motive for the murder, uh, for the murder and your wife's mysterious past. Now, mm-hmm. here's one thing I don't know about the game, but it intrigues me. Do you think that this game plays out in real time? Like it's a 12 minutes? Everything um, that I've seen is that it is playing out in, in real time. That's awesome. Okay, that's really cool. Uh, but it's an interactive thriller, uh, but it's sort of disguised as a point-and-click adventure game. Um, now, this is a, a spoiler-free review, so don't worry about I'm not going to get into anything about the uh, story concepts other than just general things. Um, but the voice cast is really, really great. Um, it, we're talking like movie star quality voice cast. We've got James McAvoy. Um, Liz, uh, I don't Daisy know Ridley. what to do. <laughs> yeah, tell me what to do. Uh, Daisy Ridley, Ray uh, Skywalker. I'm and, a nobody. Uh, I'm a nobody. <laughs> and Willem Dafoe. Um, his heart 
First we attack his heart. Don't tell Harry. Don't tell Harry. But they all lend their voice uh, acting talents to the star-studded cast. Um, Defoe is playing the bad guy, um, which is not a surprise. We wild. That's wild. Um, the the angle of the camera for this particular game is really interesting too. It's top down view, so you're really kind of seeing the room um, just from that sort of bird's eye angle, but it's not too far away. Um, but I think it's it's a really interesting approach to sort of how things play out. But you um, basically have a, a seemingly unlimited approach to how you're going to go through this this uh, this time loop, um, and. I don't want to get too far into it, but there's branching dialogue choices, objects you can interact with in the household that lead to different outcomes for the story. So um, it's a, I love games that really invite you to replay them um, because a lot of times when you play a video game after you beat it, there's a good chance you're not going to go back to it unless it's just like the most amazing game. But something like this requires you to really go back to it because you're going to have a different result depending on how you do it. It reminds me a little bit of... Um, uh, Detroit Free Rock Human? City, that one no. movie, you know, no, What's it's a Detroit called? Become Human. Become Human, yeah. That was um, a great game. Yeah, I would recommend Shaw. It might even be free on your PlayStation Five. Now that I think about it, ooh, I should take a look. Yeah, that would uh, be cool. I played the demo of that, and the demo was so badass. So I would definitely play more of that. But anyway, very good game. This twelve minutes game looks really, really cool, and. Oh, yeah. Um, it's in my queue. I'm actually, I'm probably going to play it. To, I'll probably stream it tomorrow. It's on my ooh. queue of things to be played. I have, I actually have a whole, <laughs> a whole set of games <laughs> that I'm wanting to play, but I feel bad because I've started so many games also. <laughs> and I'm trying to get <laughs> through them. Ratchet and Clank, we still haven't finished. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to waste time talking about games I haven't finished. But if you go to the YouTube page, you'll see which ones I haven't. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to get back to them, I promise. But no, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this game. These are like these types of games are my types of games like that. I really like them. So and I'm sure Shaf's going to play, too. Shaf's probably going to stream it, too. We're going to get the double the streams. Yeah. See, I, I have a I'll be able to play it on PC. So it'll be a couple different systems we'll be playing it on. But uh um, I definitely want to try this game out too. But it'll be interesting because I don't necessarily want to pay too close attention to your stream if I'm playing this game too, because it's sort of uh, it works oh, yeah. better not it's like having that benefit of seeing somebody else play it. Exactly. It's like when we were both streaming Resident Evil Village. We didn't want to watch what was happening in each other's streams until we both got far enough into the game that we can both laugh at each other running from that dang baby. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not your dad. (laughs) Stop calling me dad. (laughs) That baby, man, that was the scariest part of the whole game. Definitely. (sighs) That baby's going to earn a geeky award. It just might. It just might. (laughs) Special category. One last story before we get into our main topic this week uh disney we do talk about theme parks on here uh disney has replaced their fast pass system with a paid line skipping replacement called disney genie plus this is coming from polygon now that that title this headline line skipping replacement is a little misleading in my opinion but i'm gonna i'm gonna go over the details so they've gotten rid of fast pass or if you're in uh Disney World, Magic Kingdom, Max Pass. And they introduced a new system called the Disney 
Genie. This is a free service. The Disney Genie eliminates time management mainstays, FastPass and FastPass Plus. Now, in order to skip Disneyland and Walt Disney World's long lines, guests will pay for Genie Plus, which adds audio, image, augmented reality features to the basic app, along with the new line skipping Lightning Lane feature. This add-on will cost $15 at Disney World or Disney World Parks and $20 at Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland actually got rid of its Fast Pass system in 2017. Yes, I pronounced that weird. Don't at me. <laughs> Disneyland got rid of its Fast Pass system in 2017, rolling out the $20 Max Pass, which uh, I'm very familiar with. Shoff, the last time you and I went to Disneyland, you got acquainted with Max Pass. Yep, totally. The last two times, actually. Disney notes that most rides will be included with the Disney Genie Plus perk, though some will have a la carte options instead, such as, for example, Shoff, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which is an e-ticket attraction in Disney's Magic Kingdom. Disney has also not revealed pricing on these additional line skipping options. Um, I'm going to the Disney Parks blog to give you just a little more details on the Shoff. So the Disney... Genie Plus service. Now, keep in mind the app is free, but if you want any of the perks of the app, you got to fork over that cash. Fifteen dollars for Disney World, twenty bucks at Disneyland. Choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane entrance. So basically, the Fast Pass entrance. You can make one selection at a time throughout the day, from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Bang Thunder Mountain, or newer favorites like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Attractions subject to limited availability. The convenient <laughs> option is the new evolution of the fan favorite Disney Max Pass. So essentially, shop, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing that Max Pass was. You paid $20, you were able to get your Fast Passes on your phone one at a time, and you would show up to the ride, get in the Fast Pass land yeah. and go. It's the exact same thing, it's just different wording. What's different is individual attraction selections. So schedule a time to arrive at up to two highly demanded attractions. Shoff. Each day using the Lightning Lane entrance, like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Radiator Springs Racers, etc. Subject to limited availability. Attractions not included with the Disney Genie Plus. So certain attractions won't have the Lightning Lane option, is what it sounds like, Shaf. So let's say... Huh. Um, I'm just going to pull an attraction out of my hat. The teacups. Shaf, you can't. Not that you would ride that anyway. Shaf doesn't <laughs> like to be spun, everybody. He will barf all over you. That's right. Okay. Teacups is a bad example. Let's just go. Let's say Space Mountain. So let's say Space Mountain is not a ride on the Fast Pass thing because it's too high demand, Shaf. So they don't Fair. have the Fast Pass. Or maybe like, um, uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on the new ride. And Star Wars Land. Rise of the Resistance. Right. I don't know why I forgot that just now. Probably because we wrote it one day before the parks closed. It's true. For, ha for almost a year. <laughs> anyway. But it, what it sounds like is that you could also buy the Lightning Lane Pass, which you can get two rides, two of the highly sought after rides into your Fast Pass Lane. So if you want a Fast Pass for 
these particular rides, you're paying extra, is what it sounds like. Lightning Lane selections will be made on the same day of your visit, can be used across multiple theme parks, great for those who love the park hopper option. Attractions continue to offer traditional standby queue or virtual queue at certain attractions like Rise of the Resistance. Oh, if I would have just kept reading, Shaf, I would have seen the name right there. <laughs> anyway, it sounds virtually the same, but now it sounds like you can pay a little extra to get the highly sought after rides. What are, What's your thoughts on this? Well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but was there really like, wasn't every ride pretty much on fast or max pass? Uh, it wasn't like they were excluding some rides. Rise it, of the it, resistance wasn't. Well, but that was because it was new. I mean, it was brand new. Yeah. That makes sense. They were still figuring out, they had like a special boarding queue. The virtual you had to get queue. The park, you know, it was, you had to be like at the park at the crack of dawn, you know. Yeah. Was, there was a whole thing Shop and I had to do to even get on that <laughs> ride. We had to, we had to leave my house at the butt crack of dawn get to Disneyland, get parked, be inside the park before rope drop, which was 8 a.m. that day. So that's tough because I live about an hour away from Disneyland. Yeah. You got to park. You got to get food. It was it was a whole ordeal, but we did it. Um, off the top of my head, I haven't been to the, the parks since the parks have reopened, but I don't really know what attractions would not have a fast pass. I mean, short of right. the ones that don't need it. Well, that's what you I mean. Know. Like all the big rides, like you know, we would use a fast pass on Radiator Springs, or we would we would use a fast pass on Guardians, um, Breakout, um, all the big rides like uh, Indiana Jones, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then you just stick it out, big in the other lines. Yeah. Uh, so, but like, do you think that this will increase the 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 line length of standby lines, or oh, yeah. it'll just stay the same? No, it'll increase it. Line, line standby queues were long already because of Fast Pass. Because Fast Pass or Lightning Pass, whatever it's called, were getting the priority to enter. So the standby queues were naturally taking longer because they're giving the priority. Now, people, or at least since Disney parks have reopened, at least Disneyland's reopened, the Fast Passes were gone. And so one thing that people were talking about was how, how even though the lot, the lines were long, they were consistently moving because you weren't having to make way for the fast pass people. I see. So you'd still be waiting in long lines, but at least you're moving, right? You're moving at the pace of the ride instead of slower than the pace of the ride because they're letting all the fast pass people in. So huh. I, on the Disney parks blog, there were some interesting comments uh, mostly people not thrilled about this. Let me see. I'm going to scroll down here. Of course, I closed the web page like an idiot. Um, here's the, the top comment from Jason. This caters to the more wealthy, excluding groups of people who can barely afford the experience as it is. It doubles down on a class system, and I can't believe it's something a company like Disney is promoting. I realize Disney has shareholders and investors that need to see... Revenue increase, but it's getting out of hand. Every year, there's something new to add to the cost of your experience. Last round was hotel resort parking that discourages you from bringing a car and thus keeping you in the Disney bubble. Uh, It's just becoming too much of an obvious money grab. Build the cost into entries fees. Focus on providing great inclusive experience. And there's just hundreds of comments that are all of the same mindset. Uh, What do you think of that, Sean? Do you agree with that? Um, well, I, I guess if, what I don't understand is if they've gotten rid of the max pass 
and that was an upcharge. It right? was the Wasn't exact it? same thing, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> was it was it an additional twenty dollars on yeah. top of the ticket price? Mm-hmm. So then, how is this? It was fifteen dollars, I think. So this okay, one's so, twenty bucks more. So really, what they're or they're five just bucks doing more, is they're netting five dollars more per guest. Is that like they're if you want? Yeah, if you want to <laughs> use the fast pass system, you gotta have the app and you gotta pay for it. Otherwise, you can just wait in line. Well, see, knowing that much information, then it doesn't seem so bad. It doesn't seem like it's they're really like gouging anybody. It's a five dollar difference. You could look at it as inflation if you wanted to. Like, the only thing is, like, they're probably going to raise the price of tickets for the park as well. So then you have that. Oh yeah, they do it that, every year, sometimes you know, twice so, a year. Yeah. So I mean, to me, when I first saw the news, I was like, oh man, Disney, you guys suck. You guys just want to take every bit of money out of our wallets, but. When the way you describe it, it just sounds like the same thing. So, yeah, it at, sounds at, like, like what a, they were doing already at a, at a five dollar profit for for Disney. So it really doesn't it doesn't seem like a big deal. Yeah, and I mean before Max Pass, it was free. You would just go to the the kiosks. You oh know, yeah, whatever you ride and book just it. and yeah, you had to book it. You had you know your times and things like that. And uh, Max Pass was so nice. So I mean, if this is going to be anything like Max Pass, then it's going to be just fine. I mean, yeah. I would really like to see it in action. So I don't know when this takes effect, but um, I would want to see like a couple months after the Genie Plus has been active. Like, how's it working out for people? If it's just like Max Pass, then I think we're all, you know, worried for no good reason. So, yeah, I think it's I think everything's going to be fine personally. Yeah. But I can appreciate where some people are coming from. You know, you got a family of eight or something. You're a bunch of Mormons. You love to do it without condoms. <laughs> you got a whole family to bring. <laughs> Okay, maybe that twenty bucks per person is is going to be a little much. I get it. Um, okay, anyway, that does it for geek news, everybody. Now, before we move on to our feature topic, which is going to be talking about the movie Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds, we do have the the pleasure of introducing our comic book expert, Vactor, with his weekly recommendation of the comic books you should be reading. In his segment, Vector Loves Comics. Take it away, Vector. Oh yeah, it's time for another episode of Actor Loves Comics, the segment where I love comics and you should too. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a little-known book to Mr. Shoff. Hopefully, Mr. Wonder Rob has been around me long enough to know that I recommend this book to all of my friends who are new to comics, including my wife. My wife, when I first met her, this was the first comic that I recommended to her, and it is Fables. Now, Fables is basically... What if all fairy tales were real? And what would all of these characters' lives be like if they all lived in New York? So the very first volume is called Legends in Exile, and it's all about how the adversary has conquered all the fabled lands of legends and fairy tales, and all the infamous inhabitants of folklore are forced into exile. And we have the mundane people known as the Mundies, and we have all of the fables who live in Fable Town. And it is one of the most fantastic books you'll ever read in your life. It is Fables, and you need to read it, Shaw. I know Rob is going to be reading it, but you need to read it as well. Fables, Vertigo, 
Let's go. Bacter loves comics. Woo! All right. So he wants you to read Fables. Shaf. Yes. Now, I've played Fables 1, 2, and 3 on Xbox. Uh, I thought it was the same thing. He thought I knew what he was talking about. He was sorely mistaken. <laughs> Just kidding. I've been friends with Vector over a decade, and he has talked to me about Fables at least at least seven times a year. So I'm well aware. I haven't read it yet, but I'm well aware of what Fables is. But what what do you think of Fables? It, it First of all, it reminds me of that show. What was it called? Once Upon a Time? I haven't yeah, seen Once Upon it, a but time, I know there was a the show with the same premise. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think about Fables, Shaf? Oh, it interests me. You know, it, it really does. Um, uh, growing up, I read a few books by uh, Gregory Maguire, who he did uh, Wicked, actually, and a few others. But it was basically like the continuation of fairy tale stories. But this idea of fairy tale stories sort of happening in modern times and stuff like that, um, it, it, it's very interesting. I, I'll definitely read it. Actually, uh, Vactor, I think, uh, might have helped me to uh, uh, have a, a way to, to, to read this comic. So um, I might be able to uh, read this one pretty soon. So I'm looking forward to it. It sounds good. And one thing Vector really loves is making making us spend money, making <laughs> us increasing our backlog of comic books, graphic novels, etc. It's so or, true. Uh, and really, it's just it's turning into decoration. It's turning into office decoration at this point. Or you know, you, sometimes you'll t- you'll You'll take all your comics that you have, Shaf. You'll put them on the coffee table. You'll spread them out real nicely. You'll take a picture, <laughs> post it on Instagram, saying this is these are the got these comic books to read, and then you <laughs> put them all back and you put them on the shelf and you don't read them. So that'll that'll be a good one. That'll be a real good one, Shaf, to add to that to my Instagram feed. All right. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Let's let these guys know where they can find us on social media. And then when we get back, we're talking the flavor of the week. Ryan Reynolds, free guy. We'll be right back. Hey, gang, Wonder Rob here. And Shoff's here, too. We're taking a short break from all the geek news to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's right. Find us on Facebook at Geek So To Speak Podcast and join the Geek Nation. It's the best way to stay up to date on all the latest geek news and extra stuff we don't get to cover on the show. You can also find us on Instagram at Geek So To Speak Podcast and Twitter at Geek So To Speak PC. Also, if you want to suggest a topic for geek news, a review, or even a geek movie torture, you can email us at Geek So To Speak Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed and leave us a nice review for a sexy shout out on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Same geek time. Same geek channel. And we're back. That's right. We're back and we're talking about Free Guy, uh, the newest Ryan Reynolds movie to come out. And, uh, it's a, a video game movie sort of to sort of to 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 please the masses uh um sort it's, of it's a <laughs> it's a movie that uh, if i'm not mistaken was acquired by disney during the fox merger um and uh changed a, a considerable amount in the third act um as a result of being purchased by disney so um 
uh, I remember when I first watched the trailer for Free Guy, the first trailer, I was like, what is this movie? Is This looks like garbage. Like, I was not excited. <laughs> but then I saw the, the final trailer, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested in this. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. So uh, before we get into any spoilers, uh, we do want to let you know we are going to be talking about elements of the plot and going into stuff. So if you don't want to be spoiled, now would be the time to press pause on the podcast. Uh, go check out Free Guy in the Movies. Or wait for it to come out on streaming and just you know listen to an older episode of ours in the meantime. Uh, but uh, definitely come back to us after you've had a chance to watch Free Guys so you can hear our thoughts on it and see if you agree, disagree, let us know. Uh, but here we go, going forward. Uh, Wonder here Rob. we go. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. I'm, um, I'm scrolling through our back catalog of episodes right now because I, I know we talked about this movie a million years before it actually came out yes here it is we talked we talked about the trailer when it debuted dis- on our december 12th ni- 2019 episode geek so to speak episode number 88 oh my gosh wow <laughs> it's been a while it it's been, been a while, while since uh since i've seen the trailer for free guy <laughs> free guy shop opened uh this past friday in 4,165 theaters. It's an hour and 55 minutes long. As of recording, it has earned $37.4 million domestically. It's earned $22.5 million internationally, rounding out worldwide 59939 or excuse me, $59,939,741. As of today. Shaf, and I'm sure it's going to go nowhere but up until it doesn't anymore. And then it starts going down when it starts That's giving it back works. money. Um, Wonder Rob, I want to bring back something that we haven't done in a while. Oh, no. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> I thought so, you forgot. No, I just did. Yeah, you, well, I, I had forgotten, but just lightning struck my brain a moment ago. And I was like, let's do this. Let's do this again. So, um, because it happens to be Thursday, August 19th, I'm going to take that number and I'm going to make it the amount of words that you have to describe the plot of Free Guy. So you have I have 19, 19 words, words. 19 words to describe okay. the plot of Free Guy. Okay. That's not too bad. Sometimes he shop would give me like eight words <laughs> <laughs> I have to really creatively describe yeah, the plot. And, and, then, and then Rob ends up sounding like... Uh, Kevin from the office. <laughs> uh, why use <laughs> lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> okay. 19 words? 19 words. Right? Okay, here we go. 19 words describing the plot of Free Guy off the top of my head. Here we go. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. It's <laughs> two words. It's two words. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Ryan Reynolds is a NPC. That's one word. Okay. Sees a girl. Falls for a girl. Hates being NPC. Breaks the game. All right. Nice job. Well done. <laughs> well done. Ooh, that felt good. I got like a rush. Like, uh, like <laughs> that was pretty good. I haven't had to do that in a while. Yeah, I put you on the spot. 
That's me, Johnny on the spot, you guys. <laughs> so that's the so, plot. The let me give you the real plot. So Ryan Reynolds is in a game called Free City. Uh, a game that is a genre, a genre of game that do- I was I was about to say doesn't exist, but I think there are games that that exist. But it, like, it's not World of Warcraft. It's not. It's not Fortnite. I'm forgetting the name. There was like there was a superhero MMO, or there was like the goth or the DC universe City MMO. Of Heroes. City of Heroes. Like to me, it's like City of Heroes. And Fortnite got smashed together. That's the type of the game it is. Or I guess you could think like Grand Theft Auto Online. I guess maybe is the thing it's closest to. Um, but Guy is an NPC. If you don't know what NPC stands for, folks, that stands for non-playable character. It's the side characters you see. That's not the, any character that's not you in the game is an NPC. Uh, short of you know. If Shaf was playing it, you get it. Anyway, if you're listening to this podcast, you know what an NPC is. He's an NPC who's going about his daily life, the same routine over and over and over again. Sort of like the Truman Show. Until one day, he sees a girl walk by and a little light bulb goes off over his head. And he says, I don't want to do this anymore. And he approaches this girl and steps out of his little world, steps out of his scripted routine and hilarity ensues. He gets more and more into trouble. He becomes the first player of the game who's not actually a player, of an AI, if you will, that develops a life of its own, and the story takes off from there. So, Shaf, first and foremost, I just want to hear, let's get it out of the way, right at the top, did you like Free Guy? Um... So I've been keeping kind of tight-lipped on this. I haven't talked about it at all. Um, I didn't offer any kind of em- emoji review. That's yeah, what sometimes. Usually something Wonder Rob and I will do after we get out of a movie theater. We don't want to spoil it for each other. We don't want to really like get into it because we want to save it for the podcast. But we'll send a one emoji uh, yeah, just give me just give me an emoji of what you thought, and sometimes he'll send me the <laughs> poo-poo emoji or the fire <laughs> emoji or the cucumber emoji or the unicorn emoji. Sometimes he's real vague with his or emojis. Or the but eggplant we... emoji going into the the peach emoji, and uh, and then there's like an explosion emoji, and also like a squirt emoji. And, Usually uh... he only <laughs> sends me those when I say, "Hey, you want to play games?" And he says he can't, <laughs> and I still don't know what it means. <laughs> but neither here nor there. Play a little game. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you like Fall Guy? He hit us with it, Shop. Well, Free Guy. Uh, free Guy. Oh, he, <laughs> sorry, everybody. I have this a bad habit of calling <laughs> Free Guy Fall Guy <laughs> because we, we like the game Fall Guys. So, it's true. I'm sorry if I've called this movie Fall Guy several times already. I apologize. It's like <laughs> I can't stop calling No Way Home Far From Home. It's the same thing. Okay, continue. Um, I did. I really liked this movie. He liked it. He really liked it. I I was surprised. Um, I was glad that I didn't know too much about the plot. I mean, I knew the broad strokes of it just from the trailers, but I had kind of steered clear of of any news articles or anything about it because I didn't want to be like totally spoiled on the plot. And I'm glad because it was uh, it was entertaining. And Ryan Reynolds is is a charming actor. He can't do wrong. Like he's always fun to watch. 
Um, Even though he plays the same part in every movie question. Yeah. I mean, when you're good at something, you know, stick with it, right? Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So he, uh, he's certainly found a a good niche for himself and, and this like super positive character, it was kind of, uh, uplifting to see, you know, somebody who is just like so super positive and wanted to make a difference in a good way and, and everything. Um, the, the movie surprised me in that it was sort of a love story, you know, not so much a love story between Ryan Reynolds's character and, uh, and his player obsession, um, uh, Molotov girl or whatever her name is in the, in the movie. Um, but rather the, the two coders, um, Joe Keery, Joe Rogan. And what's his no. name? I'm pulling up the IMDb right now. Uh, Jody Comer is uh, the girl's name. And uh, I want to say Joe Kiri. I'm totally blinking now. Dang. IMDb is going real slow. But anyways, these uh, these coders have, uh, they had a special program that they built together. And it ended up getting sort of like snatched by uh, another video game developer played by Taika Waititi in this Mm -hmm. movie. And he's sort of like the villain of the story because he's basically taken their code and used it in his game, Free City. And um, it's their code that actually helped sort of bring Guy, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character, sort of into his sort of awareness and sentience. And and uh, it's just really, really uh, a nice, positive story. Um, lots of of charm and uh, lots of humor and uh, very bright, lots of, you know, very vibrant, lots of colors. It, it was just a, a great soundtrack too. Um, uh, it was just a fun, fun movie. To me, it was like if you took Second Life, mm-hmm. um, that sort of massive online game and, and mixed it with Grand Theft Auto. Well, S- Second Life is pretty much what the game becomes. At the end of the movie, per, yeah, pretty that's much. True. That's true. Uh, we already said spoilers, so yeah. At the end of the movie, the the free guy or f- free, city, free city, excuse me, free city is destroyed, and it's a utopia at the end. Um, I'll tell you, I liked the movie, but as the movie went on, I liked it just slightly less. Oh boy. Now, that's not saying I don't dislike the movie. But I think my my problem with it and I was curious if you were going to run into if you were going to say anything about this, but I've played enough video games to know how video games look and how video games are and how you interact with video games. <laughs> and there's a lot of the opposite of that. <laughs> in this like something that always takes me out of video games and in media is when they're showing video game scenes or or just footage from games now anytime they showed footage from this game it's clearly not a video game it's it looks like it looks like like a like cheap computer animated television 
or you know what it looks like? Not that I know what this is, Shaf. I really don't know what this is. I've only heard about this. But, you know, you go to certain websites and there are banners at the top. And it's like, can you – this game will make – you'll finish this game in 30 seconds. <laughs> that, that's what all the cutscenes looked like from the yeah. game, from the outside looking into the game. <laughs> so that, that took me out of it. And then it was all like weird – camera angles like like camera angles for a movie in a game okay is the best way i could do it so like little stuff like that was taking me out of it also the the programmers uh that made this game going after guy going after the npc for becoming sentient sitting in front of a computer going ha, 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 tap, tap 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 a bridge ha, 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 the building exploded ha, 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 ha. oh the, the the world is crumbling against itself like in a, a doctor strange the first one or inception ha, ha, ha. like you and i both know that's not how video games work so <laughs> you would have preferred either that he was doing sort of like the w uh, WASD controls or that he had like an actual video game controller. No, no, no. That you can just type, you can just be like, I'm recoding the game at will. Okay, it's done. Now the whole game is collapsing in on itself. Now I'm recoding the game at will. There's bridges everywhere. Now I'm recoding the game. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> like, right. And so little stuff like that was taking me out of it. Um, and just silly little stuff like there's a scene where there's a part in the game or sweet, not the game, the movie, where the main plot, uh, Jodie Comer, or Molotov Girl, she's trying to recover footage of the game glitching so she can prove that the code of the game is hers and they essentially expanded the code of the game to build this. So they took the, the game and they built a new game on top of it. The video is in a physical file in somebody's wall in the game. She needs to go into the game, go into this one location in the game, pull the video off the wall, and then she can look at it. But, like, YouTube doesn't exist in this. Uh, Personal hard drives on people's computers don't exist. It's all this virtual thing (laughs) in the game that she needs to physically go into this room and grab it. And I know this is all plot convenience because maybe, like, the the mass audiences aren't familiar with how, like, video games would work. But none of that is how video games work. And so the the whole time I was just like, just just suspend your disbelief, man. (laughs) It's a movie. (laughs) But little stuff like that was really just, like, taking me out a little bit but that aside oh and people talking into their microphone like in that scene where you got the guy who's living at his mom's house talking into um oh god what's his name (laughs) you know the guy (laughs) yeah channing tatum (laughs) and he's just like talking and looking at the camera and moving around like he's a youtube star in the game it was just little stuff like that that was taking me out of it um and these are just little nitpick things you guys Overall, I still enjoyed the movie. Um, let's talk. I want to talk about Ryan Reynolds because, well, actually, I want to s- circle back and, and tell you, Shaf, that this is the first movie I've seen in theater since Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and aside from me in the theater, I saw this on a Tuesday night. Aside from me, there was only two other people in this. I saw it on a, tu- a Tuesday oh. night, 7 p.m. showing. 
Good for you. I know you had the opposite experience. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I Let's did. hear it. Let's hear it, okay. Chop. <laughs> so I've just come to the conclusion that people have been at home for too long <laughs> because yeah. they've forgotten how to behave in a movie theater. Um, My main issue with movie theaters right now is for a time they were putting a buffer seat between when you would buy a ticket, then they would basically X out the seats that are directly next to you on either side. So it would guarantee that you had a little bit of space between you and somebody else. Now with everything happening out right now, Delta variant, blah, 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 blah. Like to me, it seems like that should be at the bare minimum, like regardless of what the patrons are doing as far as masking up or vaccinations, the theater should at the very least be continuing to put some buffers up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not. <laughs> they want to make that money. That's right. So they don't mind if you're sitting next to somebody, you know, it's really, you know, you're it's you're you're putting yourself at risk, and that's that's just how it goes. Um and you know, people understand that. They go into that understanding that. But uh the row I was in, I purposely chose a seat that I thought based on what the seats that were already sold, I was perfectly creating a buffer. There's no way anybody was going to sit next to me. Boy, was I wrong. Um, an entire group ended up sitting next to me on my right hand side. Then there was an, a couple that was like a couple seats down from me on my left hand side. But the girl in this group, uh, she kept getting up out of her seat and she kept taking her purse and bringing it to the row in front of hers and dropping the purse for somebody else in, in, in the row in front. And then she would come back and she would get back up, grab the purse, go to another seat in the row in front of us. And it was always like, she's like getting in front of me, like leaning forward and dropping off. Like it was, I don't know what was going on, what was in her purse. I'm guessing drug deals were going down in the <laughs> theater. I don't know. But like the fact that the purse was getting shared so much, I just, there's gotta be something going on inside that purse. <laughs> something like, yeah. Um, but then the, 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 the dudes that were on my right hand side stunk. They fucking smelled so bad. Um, worst BO smell. I'm like, at least take a goddamn shower, you know, every once in a while you're going to, you, you don't have to take a shower when you're at home by yourself. When you're coming out in public, you should probably not smell like trash in my opinion. So, um, I got stuck next to this dude who stunk. This is all before the movie takes place, by the way. We're in like previews. Then this one dude walks up during previews. By the way, I would say 75% of the audience arrived five minutes after the movie had started. So mm-hmm. like uh, there's not even like a respect to like the movie times uh, because people are so used to just, you know, pressing play on their remote, pausing, go to the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. Like they just don't have the concept of this movie is going to go without you if you don't get here on time. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, that, that I, I kind of view as disrespectful. If you show up to a movie, movie late, like you shouldn't even co- go and see it. Like, honestly, if you're not going to arrive uh, on time or early, then you should stay home. But um, this dude showed up late and I'm not making fun of this person, but I just, this is to convey like what he looked like. Um, he had <laughs> very, very thick black rimmed glasses. We're talking like Harry Carey type mm-hmm. <laughs> eyeglasses. He had Coke bottle lenses and I'm talking like a prescription that was ridiculous where, that like made his eyes look really, really tiny. Cause they were just like totally like demagnifying them. <laughs> um, and 
he's having a real, real hard time trying to find his seat. First of all, it's dark in the theater. Second of all, he's got the worst eyesight in the world. <laughs> wow. So he's, and he's having trouble talking. So that's why I don't want to make fun of him because I think there might've been some like handicap of some kind. Um, but he was really struggling to find his seat. I didn't know what number he had he, until he was down the row and then it, as it turned out, he was sitting next to me, actually. His seat was supposed to be next to me, but a bunch of people had already sat in his seat. So until they all moved, which they eventually slid down, he sat next to me. And then I was like, oh, God. And he's talking a bunch. Like, he won't stop talking. He's got this, like, facial tick thing. He was by himself? I'm like, Yeah, he's by himself. Um, I'm like, I have got to move. So I, like... I hopped over one seat to create a buffer between me and him. And that put me one seat between me and the other couple with the, the chick with her purse. So thankfully at that point, everybody stayed put, they got quiet, they didn't move around and we were able to enjoy the movie. But I swear people are, you had a hard time in the theater. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I went and saw this movie. I bought my ticket last week, just staying ahead of the game, you know? So I, I pulled up the Fandango app. Like only one other person bought a ticket at that time. I like to the the way the theaters are set is that you have it's obviously assigned seating, uh, but you have all the rows and then the rows in the back are split four seats and then the projector takes up so much room in the middle and then four more seats. So my go to, which was why I like to buy tickets early, or at least when movies were still a thing, I would always buy the ticket in the. Very back row, right next to the wall, next to the projector. That way, nobody can sit next to me on my right or my left, and I'm only at risk of having somebody on the other side of me, right? And uh. so I bought my ticket ahead of time, and I said, you know what? I don't know what people are going to do. I had a credit. I bought the ticket where I like to, and I bought the ticket next to me also. <laughs> so I used my free ticket, and I bought my actual ticket. And I was like, ha-ha. No way anybody's going to sit next to me now. Got to the movie theater. Only three people in the theater besides me <laughs> seeing the movie. Talk about a bad decision. <laughs> Threw that money away. Shop. But I feel like it was a good idea still. Uh, maybe if I had seen it on opening night. Okay, let's get back to the movie. So, you know what I like to do, Shop, when I'm in the movies... Uh, and I sit in the back. Another reason why I like to sit in the back is so when I take my phone out, it's not bothering anybody because sometimes I like to take notes just so I can remember things that strike me weird or interesting. Uh, At the beginning of the movie, a lightning bolt hit me over my head. For years on this podcast, Shaf, I've been saying the key to a perfect Ryan Reynolds impression is that you're doing William Shatner acting where you're saying your lines and you're taking big pauses and then continuing your lines. That's how Ryan Reynolds acts. But no, it hit me, Shaf. That's not how you do it. There's a voiceover from Ryan Reynolds at the beginning of this, and I wrote down the key to a a Ryan Reynolds impression is always sound like you're trying to explain something to an idiot. (laughs) Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds. This is Free City. That's my goldfish. (laughs) Like you're talking to an idiot. Hi, Ryan Reynolds here. Hi, free city. <laughs> like you're talking to a child who's having a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how you do it. Uh, my next note was video games don't look like video games. 
there's a part in the movie where Ryan Reynolds kisses uh, Molotov girl and she says, yeah. how'd you do this? There's no button for that. Uh, but her character kisses Ryan Reynolds later in the game. Or yeah, I, I caught that too. That did bug me. I was like, we've already established there's no button in this. So how are you doing that now? <laughs> um, the, the programmer who is the one that Taika Watiti is continually going to, to stop guy in yeah. the movie. <laughs> he just kept saying, he just kept throwing out suggestions as the movie kept going on. He would just say, Hey, do you want me to reset the server? Hey, do you want me to to make it so it, everybody dies in one hit? Uh, you want me to just boot everybody from the server? Oh, sorry, no, it wasn't. That was Taiko Atiti Solutions. You want to reset the server? Make it every so everybody dies instantly. Why don't you just boot everybody from the server? Like it was all these bad ideas that never went anywhere. <laughs> um, there's a part. There's a cameo in this movie, Shaf. Uh, well, there's two. Number one, friend of the show, Shaf's best friend, Ninja. Is in it? Oh yeah. Um, he doesn't really do much. He's just himself. But number two, other friend of the show, we've had him on. I don't remember what episode it is, so listeners, you'll have to go back and find the episode. But Chris Evans in the movie for a hot second, also as himself. Um, <laughs> doesn't he but, say something like "What the shit"? <laughs> he says "What the shit." Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a part in the movie where a jacked version of ryan reynolds shows up and dude dude is his name yes and ryan reynolds pulls out the secret stash of weapons to fight him he pulls out a captain america shield and he turns his one of his hands into a green hulk hand Uh, and the avengers music played uh part of the benefits of being bought by disney i'm sure and they they have a lightsaber i was just taking notes of all the things from other games that they had so they had the lightsaber they had Captain America's shield, um, Hulk hand. Uh, you'll have to confirm this one looked like a fort a Fortnite hammer. Um, a hammer with a pink horse on it. Oh yeah, it's a the llama. Yeah, llama. the llama is kind of like llama. a Fortnite thing. But also they had the the gravitron, which is um, he uses that gun to sort of lift dude um, up, uh, sort of like a tractor beam kind of a gun. Is that from Fortnite? Yeah, that's also from Fortnite. It's interesting because I wrote Gravity Gun from Half-Life. Half-Life 2 has a gravity gun. But does it look like that? It did. The gun it, oh, maybe maybe it's from that then. But, in my, but at it, least in my eyes, it's been... have that kind of a gun, so... Corrections department, get on it. Was that gun from Half-Life or was that gun from Fallout? I mean, <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, there was also a portal gun. That had yes. the the same color scheme as the portal gun in por- as in Portal, so that's why I thought it was also the gravity gun from Half Life, because it's by the same maker. Um, there's a part where the guy uh, Joe Carey as Keys tells Jodie Comer as Molotov Girl that this is what you need to do to get Ryan Reynolds. To remember you, uh, he's an AI. I programmed him to uh, he when he sees the one girl that he falls in love with, or that is he's meant to be with, that he'll break out of his AI script and he'll start to develop on his own, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm paraphrasing. 
he later confesses in that same video that he is actually in love with her. Guy is in love with Jodie Comer. Or excuse me, not Guy. Right. Uh, Joe Carey's in, in love with Jodie Comer. Right. Of course, she stopped watching that video uh, as soon as he said, you just have to talk to him. And then it's this whole thing at the end of the movie, like, oh, no, we're just friends. <laughs> she, 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 no, it's never going to be. It's never going to work between us. And then she just happens to finish watching the video. And he's like, actually, I've been in love with you this whole time. And she goes running after him. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. If she would have just, of course, it's a movie. There's got to be a plot. But if she would have just kept watching this. That that plot thread would have been tied up real fast. Yeah, that's fair. But I I kind of appreciated that it sort of just like took a moment to blossom. Um, that's that... just because you like Mayim Bialik. Blossom, everybody. <laughs> no, when it came to Blossom, it was Jenna Van Oy. Oy vey. What do you think of Taika Watiti in this? Um, <laughs> you know, I kind he's of in like three he... scenes. Yeah, I kind of thought he was going to be funnier, but I didn't hate him either. I just kind of, I expected a little bit more from him. Um, well, he didn't write the movie. Maybe that's why. But I feel like he did the most he could with the script that he had. It just didn't feel as much like Tyka's humor. Um, so, like, him delivering lines, like, I felt like if, if uh, unless he was improving and just kind of, like, doing his own thing... Uh, very impromptu. I, I don't know, but it it only worked sometimes. Other times, I was just like, "Is this guy for real?" Like, I'm so glad you said that. Like everything about the game world was surreal, but th- like this guy was too. He was a video game character in real life. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're we're running out of time, so I'm gonna wrap up my thoughts on on him real fast. But I'm so glad you said his acting because there's three major scenes where he shows up. There's the first introduction, then it's the second one, like, hey, what's wrong, man? And then there's like the his big end rant where he's running around with an axe. And the the second scene felt like he just learned his lines that day, <laughs> that he didn't really practice how he's gonna deliver his lines. Because he was he was doing it, and I mean this as a compliment to us, I suppose, or not a detriment to him, but like how we act out our <laughs> our little openings of the podcast. Like, hey man, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Have you tried this? <laughs> like that's how he was acting. Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I yeah, still liked I him. But he yeah, was very I mean, like it's hard. It's hard not to like Taika Waititi, but. Um, he, he, just the stuff he did was so over the top, everything. I mean, granted his outfits were over the top. Everything about his behavior was over the top. The fact that he was going to take an, he took an ax to those servers and mainframes. Couldn't you just, I don't know, like unplug them. (laughs) Yeah. That also reminds me about how video games don't work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You break this, ser- you smash this one particular server to pieces. That that one building disappears. Right. That was you funny smash to me. this server. Yeah. That bridge over there disappeared. That's not how it works. <laughs> and I and I thought to myself, I was like, I know Shaf knows this doesn't. No, <laughs> I can't even say it. I know Shaf knows that this is not how this works. And, He's a and, World of Warcraft man. Right. And super convenient that the last mainframe is also the one that 
is like the final bit of the the bridge. It's where all the rest oh, of yeah. the NPCs are like the one building that remains. Like, how does that work out? Like that's plot that, convenience. Yeah. Yeah, my friend. So. But anyway, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie by any means, but I think I, my enjoyment of it was diminished just a little bit by my years and years and years and years and years of playing video games. Uh, but I still I still enjoyed it. Uh, and I heard you, that I, was, I already got greenlit for a sequel. Yeah, I don't know what they would do for a sequel, considering they put all the people on like a utopian uh, server and stuff. It'll like, be it like, seem like there's uh, much conflict left. We so. bought the game. We bought the game. We're making it something else. It'll be something yeah. stupid like that. Um, did you catch the Hugh Jackman uh, voice cameo? No. So in the beginning, when Jodie Comer's character Molotov Girl, when she's interacting with that guy in the alley to try to get information about where that secret file is, and he's like, he's a cloaked dude. He's, his face is covered and everything. This is in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's voiced by Hugh Jackman. I, I caught it like right away. As the scene was happening, I'm like, that's Hugh Jackman. I don't even remember <laughs> the scene. <laughs> <laughs> so it did not make an impact on me. It's just like um, Weasel's dong last week. I didn't notice <laughs> apparently, it. It doesn't exist. Apparently Tina Fey has voice acting in this. John Krasinski has uh, voice acting in this as well. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has some voice acting in this as well. So he got a lot of his, uh, a lot of his buddies. Just cronies. To do some stuff. All right. Well... I probably won't watch it again, but it was <laughs> it was good it. for what it was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was I was surprised. I'll I'll watch it again when it comes out for streaming, um, whatever platform Disney Plus. I guess I would have rather just watched it at home. I'm not sold on the theater experience just yet. Sorry, Mark. I know, I know you get real mad when I say that, uh, but you know what's not real mad? Me, because you, the listener, stuck with us all the way to the very end. Thank you. So, so much. We greatly appreciate it. That's going to wrap up this episode of Geek So To Speak podcast. You already heard where you can find us on social media. If you're watching this on YouTube, you found us on one of our social media platforms. So good for you. Kudos. But if you're looking to follow us as individuals rather than Geek So To Speak, let me tell you where you can find us. My co-host and best friend, Shoff, you can find him at Shoff VO, that's S-H-O-F-F, V as in voice, O as in over, on Instagram. And Fiverr, he is an accomplished voiceover actor, everybody. You may or may not know that, and you can hire him for all your voiceover needs, so check him out on Fiverr. You can find myself, Wonder Rob, that's W-O-N-D-E-R-R-O-B, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our corrections department on Instagram and Twitter at Mark Vibbert, M-A-R-C, V-I-B-B-E-R-T, and you can find the newest member to the Geek So To Speak staff, Vactor, our comic book expert, pretty much anywhere social media exists, but in particular, Instagram and Twitter, at Vactor, V-A-C-T-O-R. If you have any questions for the show, you can always drop us a line at geeksotospeakpodcast at gmail.com if you want to suggest a movie, TV show, video game for us to review, if you have a geek movie torture, TV torture, news article, pretty much anything, drop us a line there. Uh, as you heard, our, we are sponsored by Anchor. You can leave us voicemails for us to play on the show. We played a voicemail last week. Um, I thought maybe we had one for this week's shop, but maybe we forgot. <laughs> so as long as we don't uh, forget. I, don't have any, I didn't get any message about it. So oh, well, maybe we don't. Either way, as long as we don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail on Anchor, and we'll play that on the show as well. Any final words, stop before or shop before we get the heck out of here? 
<laughs> uh, I called you I a thought what, on accident. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what we're doing next week, but I know it's going to be good. That's all I can say. That's all you listeners have to worry about is that we will be back every week unless we're not, and it will be good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you gotta that's all you gotta do all right thanks so much for joining us guys say the catchphrase shop all right folks we will see you next week same geek time same geek channel hey i'm ryan reynolds how you doing how you doing Is that the movie you're doing the wrong impression again you guys are fucking lame <laughs> what the hell are you guys doing don't tell me I'll quit playing World of Warcraft 2. Dude, we're done. We're sick of getting killed all the time. Guys, when things look bad, you can't just give up on the world of Warcraft. We don't have a choice, dude. That guy killed our characters 14 times. I have a solution, you guys. That guy can kill us so easily because he's a super high level, right? But if we were super high level too, we can't get to a higher level because the dude won't let us finish quests. That's why we just need to log in and stay in the forest. Killing boars. Boars? There's lots of computer-generated boars in Warcraft that die with just one blow. Dude, boars are only worth two experience points apiece. Do you know how many we'd have to kill to get up 30 levels? Yes. 65,340,285. We should take us seven weeks, five days, 13 hours, and 20 minutes, giving ourselves three hours and nine to sleep. What do you say, guys? You can just, you can just hang outside in the sun all day tossing the ball around, or you can sit at your computer and do something that matters. Ha <laughs>